Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A new report published by MSN.com says that according to a source, Jamie Foxx was left paralyzed and blind from a blood clot in his brain after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, the family contradicts this. They say that Jamie Foxx was playing pickleball and everything's fine. Well, this guy uh, who used to be a columnist for the New York Daily News says that's not true and they're lying. So, of course, this is trending on Twitter. It's become a big subject of debate. So we must talk about it. And obviously, everybody has their opinions on the vaccine and all that stuff. But uh, I think it is worth important, uh, worth worth noting and looking into the news and the story, considering this is a very high profile celebrity who was working on a big movie, had appeared in Spider-Man and uh, a couple different Spider-Man movies more recently. So, of course, this is a, a big subject subject of controversy, considering the celebrity and the vaccine. But we'll talk about it. And uh, as we always like to say, talk to your doctor about what's right for you, because we're not medical professionals here. We do have a lot more big news, considering medical professionals in need. Joe Biden took a pretty serious fall. I felt kind of bad when I saw it. He, 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 he fell straight to the ground. It looked bad. For someone his age, that could be pretty serious. They're saying he's fine. Even Trump said, I hope he's all right. And yeah, I, I don't like the Bidens. I think they're nasty people, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to laugh at it. It, it. This is sad, man. When he runs up the stairs and he trips, we chuckle. It's like, ah, he's like, because we know he's fine. But this fall on stage was really bad. And I, when I saw that, I was like, oh man, like, are we look, like broken hip or something? Like for real, not, not funny. I mean, some people are probably laughing at it. And then we've got uh, another big story. The Daily Wire was set to release What is a Woman on Twitter? And they were censored. They posted two tweets explaining it, showing this video. Those tweets were censored. Elon Musk claims that it was a, a mistake and they're going to be fixing it. And, and there will be some limitations based on advertising, but it will be allowed. However, according to a, f- a few people, they're tweeting about what's going on. Apparently, their, their, their new head of safety may have resigned. We don't have confirmation. We're hearing these rumors. And there's also rumors that when they, when they banned what is a woman, Elon Musk was actually in the room. That's what they're claiming. I, don't, I just can't believe it. I can't believe Elon Musk would buy Twitter because of the Babylon Bee getting banned over misgendering and then be in a room and be like, no misgendering. It just literally doesn't make sense. So we're going to get into all this news. But before we do, my friends, head over to castbrew.com. Buy our coffee to support our work. Cast Brew is our coffee company. And we have this really cool bag of coffee right here. Look at that, Cast Brew. And uh, I got to say, man, it really is good. I think I am I am actually impressed with the team and everybody who came together to to help uh, source this coffee, produce it. And then I was uh, uh, lucky enough to taste it and be like, guys, this is a really good coffee. Let's let's sell lots of this stuff. So Appalachian Nights, Rise with Roberto Jr. You can join the Cast Brew Coffee Club. We're sponsoring ourselves because... We don't want to rely on corporations that hate us. We don't run the, want to run the risk of getting our, 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 having our sponsors cancel on us or anything like that. So we're going we're gonna to build it from the ground up. And when you buy Cast Brew Coffee, those resources, when you buy the coffee, are going towards building physical locations that hopefully will create cultural hubs in many different cities where people can walk in the door, order their coffee, and there on the big TV is James O'Keefe doing a report. There's Steven Crowder. There's Tim Cast and all of your favorites, so we can create physical locations where people will be exposed to our information and our culture. Also, 
Don't forget to, let me pull this up actually, head over to TimCast.com, click that join us button, become a member to support our work. We're going to have a members only uncensored show coming up for you tonight, just after this live show. It's around 10 p.m. It'll be live on the front page of the website. Sign up to support our work directly. Don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Sarah Higdon. Thanks for having me on, Tim. Thanks for having me back. Um, yeah, I'm Sarah Higdon. I'm a content creator. I host a YouTube show Monday nights at 7, so I missed Tim Cast because of that. Um, oh. Yeah, I did it because of you guys. I didn't want to run into you, you know. Oh, you um, got to so, do it early. Yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, it's called Transform to Freedom. It's just under my name, Sarah Higdon, on YouTube and Rumble. And I'm also a writer over at Post Millennial and Human Events, where you can go subscribe on Twitter now for $5 and get some behind-the-scenes content. Right on. We're, we're big fans of the post-millennial. I'm always reading their articles and shouting them out and then complaining about typos or something. <laughs> then Libby, who comes on the show frequently, will fix it or whatever. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. It should be yeah, fun. We have Josie, the redheaded libertarian. Hi, everybody. My name is Josie. I am the redheaded libertarian uh, over on Twitter. And I also do outside media work at TimCast.com. So you can go over there and smash that join us button and support our work. Right on. Mm. And I am the magician. They say a magician that's lost their magic is just called Ian. Mm. You know, that's the that's the suffix there. <laughs> I get it. Yep. And awesome. It, it took like two seconds. <laughs> hey, hi everyone. Like for me. Yeah, that was great. It wasn't. I didn't make it up. Thanks for the joke. Hi everyone. Let's get started. Hey Serge, what's happening? Yeah, man? that was a good one. Thanks, Thanks, <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Anyways, I'm Serge.com. Uh, I'm excited. Let's do it. All right, let's jump into this first story from MSN.com. Health shocker. Jamie Foxx left, quote, paralyzed and blind from blood clot in his brain after receiving COVID-19 vaccine source claims. Now, right there, those two words should send off uh, alarm bells for you because I don't know who this source is. But what we have is basically a columnist formerly of the Daily, I believe the New York Daily News, the New York Daily News, saying that his source has confirmed to him these things. So it is a reporter saying, I have a source. That's never usually a good enough for me, to be completely honest. So take this all with a grain of salt. Jamie Foxx's family claimed that he actually was recovering in and out of the hospital and was playing pickleball. So paralyzed and blind is a bit extreme. And I want to, so I see this story trending and I just want to say, be careful with it. Because if you run out the door and I say, haha, it's true, because it's tens of thousands of people tweeting about this. And then a week from now, he shows up and he's like, man, y'all are crazy. Like this, none of this is happening. You're, you're gonna look really dumb. Yeah, partial paralyzation and blindness is possible too. Like a little bit of loss of ocular ability, and maybe it's harder to move an arm, but he could still get up and play pickleball. So it's possible that all three yeah, are true. Yeah, but dude could have crapped his pants. You know what I mean? Like what, what we heard about it is that he was on the set of a film, he had some kind of medical episode, and he's been in and out of the hospital. So it's been very secretive. And just like that football player, you remember that guy yeah. who he, he Demar fell, Hamlin? Yeah, he mm -hmm. fell down in the field, and everyone's like, "Oh, they, he's 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 paralyzed or whatever." And then, sure enough, he literally shows up on TV, totally fine. You had Fetterman; they reported that he was completely he was reportedly brain dead, and he's back. I mean, he's still having he's still struggling and everything, but he's as he was before he went to the hospital too. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying be careful with this stuff. Take it with a grain of salt, and. Uh, Talk to your doctor about what makes sense for you. Find good doctors. Don't rely on the internet for medical information. But uh, I do think the story is still very uh, interesting. And because it's trending, I think we should talk about it. So we have this story. They say horrific. And, and, and to stress this point, I want to make sure everyone at YouTube and all the liberals and all the leftists and all the big pharma sycophants see this. This is MSN.com reporting this. And they are certified by NewsGuard 100 out of 100. So if I can't use this as a source, 
I don't know what to tell you because we're gonna. Here you go. Horrific health details have, have been revealed regarding Jamie Foxx's mysterious medical state. The Django Unchained star is said to be partially paralyzed and blind, in addition to a series of other complications after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Hollywood journalist A.J. Benza claimed, after speaking to a source close to Fox, quote, Jamie had a blood clot in his brain after he got the shot. He did not want the shot, but the movie he was on, he was pressured to get it, confessed the podcaster who formerly worked as a columnist for the New York Daily News, as well as the host of the E-series, Mysteries and Scandals, during an appearance on Dr. Drew Pinsky's online show, Ask Dr. Drew. Quote, the blood clot in the brain caused him at that point to be partially paralyzed and blind, Benza alleged, as he insisted his insider was someone in the room with firsthand knowledge of Fox's hospitalization. I am thinking, is that why he blew up on the set a week before his medical emergency happened? The veteran journalist asked Pinsky, is that why he fired three or four people because he has had it with these mandates? Fox was admitted to the hospital after suffering a medical complication on Thursday, April 11th, although specific details on his current health status have been difficult to discover. The 55-year-old's medical woes uh, mounted while filming his latest movie, Back in Action. The movie, also starring Cameron Diaz, has moved forward with production without Fox, using a body double in his place. So they do go on to stress that uh, his daughter, Corinne, or Corinne, said that he was playing pickleball, saying, Sad to see how the media is running wild. My dad has been, been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating. In fact, he was playing pickleball yesterday. Thanks for everyone, prayers and support. We have exciting work, annou uh, work announcement coming next week. So this guy then says it's all lies and baloney. If you read into what they were saying early on, quote, he is communicating with us. That doesn't mean talking. That could mean anything. Writing, sign language. I know those little code words. Benza continued to assume Fox's current capabilities. Then you tell me your father is playing pickleball. Give me a break. There's a great shot of secrecy around Jamie Foxx. So we don't know, right? What we do know is I think we have uh, TMZ reported. He's doing physical rehab in Chicago, family by his side. And we don't know exactly why, but they, why he's at the facility, what his medical issue was. They say, well, we don't know exactly what happened to Jamie or why he's there. We know the facility specializes in stroke recovery, traumatic brain injury rehab, spinal cord injury rehab, and cancer rehabilitation. They say there's no reason to believe that he has cancer. But to be completely honest, if we're just doing, if we're just speculating at this point, Maybe his medical episode is related to cancer. I, honestly, I have no idea. But uh, welcome to big celebrity news trending on Twitter. What happened? And I want to throw in there Eric Clapton real quick, who uh, his hands were partially paralyzed and he freaked out after he got the vaccine. So I don't know what you guys think. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I think that if they have a body double in the movie, then he's got some serious health issues at the moment. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had to get a body double to do the job. Well, he's, he's clearly... I mean, his daughter is saying, "What he's out of the hospital now?" Yeah, yeah. If he's if he's able to play pickleball, he would be able to star in the movie, though. So that that whole pickleball narrative doesn't make sense if they have a body double for him for the movie. And the fact that they're saying that he's in rehab, whether for whatever reason, yeah, I think that there's something going on. Maybe it's not necessarily the COVID jab related, but it could be something else. There's, I mean, it's something. There's something in the language. 
that makes it sound like, yeah, he could have had a blood clot and he could have had um, paralyzation, but now he's recovering from it. So no, he doesn't have that because they could have fixed it. I mean, the, the language is interesting, the way that the article's written and the way that the daughter talks about it. it sounds like something bad happened fixed it and he's recovering from it so no he technically doesn't have that you know currently right now at this moment playing pickleball i mean i'm looking at the things that this place specializes in if you have a spinal cord injury you're not playing pickleball so that leaves the other serious things so unless and and, and it's just what two weeks of rehab and then he was back to playing pickleball <sighs> or is he like in a wheelchair with one arm slumped over yeah playing it definitely pickleball. sounds might... contrived what is pickleball anyway it's so like it's, tennis. oh yeah it's like it's kind of a, it's something it's like, old people play uh, this is a I play pickleball. Combines elements of <laughs> tennis, badminton, mm, and table tennis. I, huh. No, I do. I love playing pickleball. We play at the gym. Um, it Indoor. is kind of like a table. It's like a table tennis mixed with tennis, but it's a smaller so court. Like, and like beach tennis almost? I've never played beach tennis. It's like the, Yeah, it's, a, it's those big wooden paddles, right? It's yeah. small. It, well, it's really small paddles, and you oh, actually play okay. with like a wiffle ball, and hmm. you can get those things moving. Though I think I've seen this. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this. It's just a smaller, smaller court, but you got to move. And even if you're playing doubles, you got to move. Do you do you do that at the home, Sarah? No, I do it <laughs> at the gym. <laughs> it's possible that Jamie Fox loves pickleball, and that in his recovery wants to get out there and play, even if he's playing poorly, just to get his motor skills it's just flowing again. What if he's like in a wheelchair and he's just like slumped over, <laughs> and they put the pickleball thing in his hand and he's not moving, and they're like, he's playing, dude. I, he's I, one I, of my favorite actors, man. This is horror yeah. story. Yeah, I thought he was great in Spider Man, to be honest. And oh, then in uh, he does. and then in everything Ray. he does is turns to gold. He's he played Ray Charles. Did you guys? see Oh that? my god, that was brilliant. I, I've only seen clips, but. Good Lord, the man's amazing. Amaz I am Wanda yeah. from In Living Color. I was watching some Keenan Ivory Wayans earlier today. Even his music. His music's fantastic, too. Mm -hmm. He's a trained pianist. He went to college for piano. Wow. Yeah. And that's why good, he, good he nailed things. the audition. With Ian really Ray. likes there's, Fox. There's a yeah. show called The Masked Singer where they have people dress up in like like furries and sing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, every single year that they have this, every single person who's a male that sounds amazing, that sings, they're like, that's Jamie Foxx. You know, that's, that's, how, that's like, that's their person. It's almost like a running joke now at this point that. He's definitely got the voice. I've yeah. got like this love. I remember on In Living Color, I don't know if you guys watched it in the beginning, 19, late eighties or something. He came on as the new guy, like in the second or third season. And he was like the kind of the outsider, had to figure out, am I even funny? Everyone's was like, who is this guy? He's a joke. And then he made that Wanda character where it's like that cross-eyed woman with the blonde wig he's playing. And he's always like Tommy Lee Davidson's like, ah! you know, he wants to make out. <laughs> Um, and after that, he won my heart. And it was like, just, just this, the new guy. You know, he overcame being the new guy to become one of the greats of all time. I love you, Jamie. Oh, I mean, the, the going blind after playing Ray Charles is a little bit... Uh... Apropos. Ooh. Ooh, that's... A, yeah. I, I, I really do think there's a strong possibility he's going to show up in like a week completely fine. I hope so. And be like, dude, anything. this gossip stuff was clickbait. And whenever somebody goes goes private for whatever reason, mm -hmm. then people just run run whatever they can because it's going to generate traffic. And I, you know, we we were actually thinking, do we which medical story do we run? Joe Biden collapsing on stage, and uh, you know, falling, he tripped on a sandbag, I guess, or Jamie Foxx. And it's just like this story is is picking up steam because mm -hmm. it hits all those buzzwords. It's got everything. It's got a celebrity. It's got a movie being shut down. It's got COVID vaccination. It's got mysterious illness. So everybody wants to know what's happening. And then everyone's giving you the most sensational output possible. And I'm like, maybe, but don't be surprised if in a week he comes out and he's like, man, y'all are crazy. I hope he does. Yeah. I want to be wrong. But think about mm -hmm. how you let it off, though, too. This is the mainstream media. Mm -hmm. So it's 
and they're running you know anti-covid vaccines which is the exact opposite of what they would have been doing a year ago so that should give you some confidence that that's possibly what's going on that could be some kind of damage control that they're laying i don't know but remember and remember when that when the football player collapsed remember they had somebody show up to the stadium and he was like all like dressed in you never even saw his face oh they did the waving from the window same thing that's why i'm saying i think a lot of this is publicity stunts Mm -hmm. because damar hamlin ended up doing a press conference clearly discernibly him Mm -hmm. not that long afterwards Mm -hmm. And so what happens is two things. You discredit the conspiracy theorists who are like, aha, we knew. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, here I am. You're crazy. And it's like, oh, you're crazy. I remember after the DeMar Hamlin thing, mm-hmm. I was I was hanging out and uh, I was out at the, uh, uh, the poker tables and the, the people, they were like, dude, he was he was just waving to the crowd. What are you talking about? I didn't even say anything. I didn't like I'm not someone who goes out and be like, did you hear the crazy conspiracy? <laughs> ah, here's what I believe. I was like, what's going on with that Hamlin thing? Like uh, they're claiming that he he's paralyzed or whatever or like he fell down. What happened with that? And they're like, nothing's going on. It's all nonsense. He was at, he was at the stadium waving to people. Not, the, people are crazy. And I'm like, uh, how about that? That's what they thought. But if you watched the video, you were like, yo, what is this? It's cl- yeah. clearly not him. Yeah. But then later he comes out and then you can clearly see it's him. So I, I think that probably was a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, here, we'll do this. Now that he's sick, we're going to get a lot of hits and we're going to boost his profile, send out someone to act all weird, generate a ton of press and conspiracies, and then he comes out and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Not that Jamie Foxx needs press, to be completely honest. Yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, the only conspiracy thing I can think of is if the people like, I'm not saying that they did this, but some company that had created uh, COVID vaccines is like, all right, Let's see the story where it makes it look like the COVID vaccine's the bad guy, but then when they find out that it wasn't the COVID vaccine, we'll be off the hook. And then they'll think all these other conspiracies about the vaccine are also bad, were wrong, and we'll be off the hook. So seed bad info. I don't think that's what happened. Sounds like a conspiracy theory. But the whole like <laughs> injury after the COVID vaccine does not imply that the COVID vaccine did this to the guy. It's re- it's worded in a way that it kind of yeah. insinuates it, but it doesn't mean that. Now, I'm not saying it didn't, but it doesn't. Hollywood celebrity gossip that people want to latch on to. People on the left are saying, like, this is fake news, you shouldn't tweet it. People on the right are being like, whoa, this is reported by, this is being carried by MSN. The original reporting is OK Magazine. But MSN, which is certified by NewsGuard 100 out of 100, must have checked it or something, or this is this is the kind of stuff they put out, so. Microsoft News, MSN, is that what that stands for? Microsoft News? Yeah. Just Microsoft. And Microsoft owns? I think it's Microsoft Network. And Microsoft owns uh, the 100 out of 100 fact check MS, MSN.com is certified by NewsGuard 100 out of 100. Microsoft owns NewsGuard and they, MSN. They, they have a contract with them, see, so they okay. provide funding. And Bill so, Gates. But, but, and Bill Gates. But Bill, push, the, push the vaccine. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think Bill Gates is directly involved. It's Microsoft. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so there it is. I mean, if the headline says it and NewsGuard certified it, I don't know what else to tell you other than, you know, make sure you're getting sound medical advice from a good medical professional. And pray for Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and... Yes. Uh, Let's uh, let's James. let's talk about another very serious medical condition, Joe Biden's brain and body, because he is in um, what he, he is facing very serious. What is it? Uh, senescence? Is that is that the word? Senescence. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he's old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to, to <laughs> translate that breaking Biden falls during Air Force commencement ceremony on video. Yeah, this was brutal when I saw this. Yeah. I'm going to let's 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 make this a video big. So you can uh, watch. I call this crumpling to the ground. 
Yo, that oh was bad. Oh my God, the reaction of everybody. Oh, and then he can't get up. Did they cheer? Yeah, they did. They're I cheering so, I, for some were, some were like, I think they screamed. Yeah, like, yeah. I, maybe they thought he got shot or something. He doesn't have the muscle mass yeah, to lift himself to, up. A, see? Damn. Screaming, yeah. Oh, That's quite yeah, a digger. Like yeah. Took a digger there. Oh, there's another... Oh, this is... There's another angle? There are other angles, yeah. Really? Shows a girl walking towards it, watching him fall, then turning and walking away all Do we have any? We just have him falling up the stairs. Jack Posobiec tweeted it earlier. Yeah, let me see if I can find uh, Posobiec's tweet. This is rough, man. This is the, the, the commander of our military, and he, he's having a hard time getting himself up off the ground after he fell. Why did he even fall? Dude. Where's the... Like I said, you, the, you can see a black sandbag at the bottom of the left, and he points back at something when they stand him back up, too. So it, he did, it does look like he tripped over something, yeah. but still, anytime oh, somebody that's old trips and falls, it's never... It, it can cause serious issues. <laughs> She's like, like I'm out. You're thinking Trump's hips. reaction. Yeah. Here we go. He's at the Air Force Academy. He actually fell down. Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. But it's the whole thing is look. The whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp. <laughs> 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 oh my god dude he's so funny man he's tight so did you guys see someone retweeted the old article from cnn it was like why what do they what do they call it it's like why the ramp story matters and it shows trump oh, walking it's it's like a smooth metal ramp with rain on it yeah, yeah. what is what, what is trump supposed to do run and slide down <laughs> my like, favorite articles are when it's like this proves he has dementia and then you watch something like that and you're like he doesn't have dementia yeah. he is he is he is throwing out bangers yeah Okay, let, let, uh, let, let, let's be real. I'm going to play this video for you guys one more time. I'm going to, uh, we'll zoom in on it. All right. Oh, all right. Okay, here's, here's what I want to highlight. All right, let's, let's, let's get the slow-mo replay here. He's, he's standing here. Look at his left leg. His left leg does not go up. His right leg goes forward, and oh. then... He goes straight oh, down. Yeah. So so his left leg either tripped over something or he double stepped or tripped over his own foot. Yeah. This guy in the front is having the time of his life. This dude on the right. <laughs> look at, look at this. Oh, right this in the front. Smiling. Oh, he's it's so the biggest happy. moment of his career. Look at it. Ready? Look yeah. at it. Ready? Yes. And he's like, yes. I mean, he just graduated, so he's getting commissioned. And the, the president's yeah. right there. I mean, yeah. you know. It's oh, not my a, God. Not a, he is just living the dream right he's now. He's not a good president, and but then, still, it's got to be feel good to be graduating. And that's the scene forever now. But so here's what I'm saying. You can argue, oh, there's a sandbag on, there's a, there was a, a sandbag on stage or whatever, and it's like, dude, no. No, 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 no. Is there any video where we see the ground? Yeah, you can, if you scroll okay. forward, yeah. Okay, there. Just a little bit. Right there, you see the black thing on the bottom left yeah. corner of the Okay, screen. right there. Me, Is that where he tripped? It. You can okay. see it right yeah. here. Why was there a sandbag? But why did he turn left and just fall? Yeah. I think it's an excuse. I yeah. think I think he just fell. He's an old man. Oh, and then he points like, oh, something happened. No, 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 no. Look, 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 look. Was his right foot in the sandbag already? Because look at his, look at his, I'm sorry, his left leg. Look at his left leg. It doesn't, it, he goes it, forward. It actually twists. Oh, and he then he, on it. and then he falls. It almost looks like he was propping his foot, like his foot was, on, the side of his foot was connected to the sandbag. And when he turned, his foot, his leg never actually turned. You, you can see it. I don't want to turning. I don't want to be too hard on him for falling on stage. Mm -hmm. I've fallen on stage. In fact, at the Turning oh, yeah. Point USA event, I fell that's off the you stage. Walked you off. I walked, <laughs> yeah, because you fell if you don't do your diligence before the performance and you don't scout the stage and get familiar with where the pit 
lights are, where the yeah, cords see, are, yeah. where the yeah, and then lights are blinding. You're looking at the audience. You got bright lights. Yeah, um, it, it can it can be dangerous. So you got to know stage presence. But it's his inability to get back up that really concerns me. When oh he, yeah, let's he, play. He tries it. to lift himself up and can't, and they have to help him up. Yeah. Well, that's what happened when he fell on the stairs too. He was like. Kept getting blown around by the by the wind. He couldn't get back up. Well, when, when he fell up the stairs, he got back up real quick. Did he? I thought yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was, numerous times. Okay. Yeah. yeah old people. Numerous really? times he <laughs> fell up really the stairs. Fast. <laughs> really fast. Yeah. It could be disorienting too. You know, if he just fallen and like didn't really know what happened, and all of a sudden was on the ground and trying to mm-hmm. get his, you know, and he's also obviously got dementia, so you know, just trying to figure out from there. Like just being a person whose brain isn't even all there, like what just happened, trying to make his hands go in the right place, and I want you know, to you know what I was thinking. Strength. I was thinking that the world ended uh, in December, December uh, twenty twelve. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, and I'm kidding, by the way, but you know, it really does feel like the Mayans. What it was, the prediction the, was that the world that we knew ended, and that was, and that's a good bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about how. Uh, I can't remember what was going on. We were we were hanging out somewhere, and uh, I played. I think I was playing Three Dog Night, mm-hmm. and then somebody said to me like, "Oh, you're you're you like playing the oldies," and I was like, "Isn't that funny?" I don't know what year what was it Three Dog Night, like late sixties. Yeah, early. 70s. And, I, and I'm like, if you were a kid in the nineties and someone put on Three Dog Night, it was old. Yeah, and it was twenty five year old music. Mm-hmm. Now I turn the, I, I go to a grocery store, I go to a restaurant and they're playing Stone Temple Pilots on the, the oldies channel. <laughs> and it's just like something happened in our society where everything just stopped being real the way we knew it. And maybe it's just because we didn't live in those times. But like I look at this video. Here's why I bring it up. I look at this video and I'm like, there's there's no way this is what the American office of the presidency was supposed to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Like something doesn't make sense. Even Donald Trump was weird. I he, have a like, conspiracy. You have a conspiracy. Oh. <laughs> when they turned on that atom smasher, they <laughs> tore open a hole in the space-time continuum and unleashed collider. whatever the hell has happened. Pe- people yeah. think that the Hadron Collider turning on triggered the oncoming of Trump. No, it was Biden. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Trump was supposed to happen because he's a he's a he's a maverick. And he's like Reagan in a certain sense. But Biden, so when I when I see him fall here and I'm like, does no one around think something is wrong? Like, dude, this is how many times has he fallen? He's they're going to they're gonna have him run again. It's it, I, I, it feels like everybody is standing around watching the naked emperor walk down the street and they're yes. all like, oh, how wonderful, how amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, it, it, has this country already fallen apart? I think they have control. They have whoever is really pulling the strings because it is not him. I, no, no, no. I, I think the opposite. Mm-hmm. There's he, no control. They're <laughs> like, they're, 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 it's, it's 2019. They're like, what do we do? What do we do? I, I don't know. Trump's going to win again. Well, they have Joe a, Biden. He's a like, puppet. Are you crazy? Joe Biden. I don't know what to do. He's a puppet of, I, I, I would think, honestly, I mean, if I want to go into my other conspiracy about this, uh, it's a puppet of who? Obama. I, I just it's all I, it's Obama's agenda. And it, this was his vice president. And so he can't run three terms. So I, and they I, tried to I, run Hillary in 2016. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh he's the one pulling this. That's my that's my theory. I could be wrong. It's possible. I mean, a lot of people think that. Doesn't Obama live right by the White House? Yes. But I I look at this and I just can't believe there's any real organizing force. I mean, certainly there are people with power, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the Democrats have no one. The problem yeah. on the right right now is that there's too many. Trump and DeSantis are too good. They're both too good. And now people are like, well, DeSantis is bad. No, Trump is bad. And it's like, they're both just really good. Mm-hmm. 
and arguing about who's better. <laughs> and then you've you, like, you, look, even Tim Scott is good. Mm -hmm. And you know, Christy Noem is good. I don't think they'll win, but there's a big lineup of high profile people on the right. Yes. With two major contenders, of course, Trump being the obvious front runner. On the Democrat side, they have z nothing, literal nothing. Yeah. Gavin Newsom. But barely. But, and, and they're like Michelle Obama or Oprah. Pete Buttigieg. But you know, George Soros' son has taken over his legacy as well and has full access to the White House. That came out a couple months ago. So he, he visited the White House a ton of times last year. So he's basically taken over his dad's White House visits. Hmm. George Soros' son. I'm just saying, you know, when I bring up the music stuff. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It feels like there was a cultural cohesion to this country that things may have been bad at some times. There may have been crime in like the 80s in New York and all that stuff, but there was a cohesion to it. Now it feels like everyone knows it's not real anymore and it's it's all broken apart, mm -hmm. right? Like, how would you... We can describe the 70s. We can describe the 80s. We can describe the 90s. We can describe the 60s. We can describe the 50s. We can describe the changes and when they were coming into place. We can talk about how in the late 60s, the clothing started changing, which became the dominant trends of the 70s. And then the late 70s, clothing started changing. And then we saw the dominant trends of the 80s and, you know, what, what, like hot neon tiger striped oh, hot pants or whatever. Remind me. Mm. And then the 90s with like, you know, flannels and acoustic guitars or whatever. Jenko yeah. jeans. Jenko jeans with hip hop and all that. Yep. Yeah. Jinkos. And then the 2000s, the 2010s and, and the 2020s are a blur of, of mangled nonsense. Yeah. I, think, I think that was also the Internet. And so all yeah. of these all of because the, the the trends used to come from the coast and they'd move inward. So mm -hmm. like Boston, California, you know, those would be the trendy places and they'd that's where the trends would pick up and they'd move inward. But yeah. now we have the Internet where everybody gets everything at the same time and all the trends are shifting and everybody wants to be the next big thing. And what we get is a shit show we get chaos mm -hmm. so it all that's happens why, at once yeah well, it's, it's completely it's information overload mm -hmm. but i i mean yeah. what you said earlier i think that you, there should be an age limit to when you can run for president run for congress everything like that i mean there's <clears throat> who is it is it the congresswoman diane feinstein yes yep. who was wheelchaired into the she looks like the crib keeper and she asked kamala harris what are you doing up here yeah. When she was speaking, <laughs> when she was presiding over the Senate, she's there to check a box. Yep. I mean, wow. and she's just—I mean, she doesn't know what she's doing there yet. She's casting votes. Yes. I, it, at the least, a grip strength test of grip strength, because that's like an indication of muscular atrophy. If you can't pick yourself up off the ground, I don't mm -hmm. think you're yeah. fit to command. Um, yeah. Let alone yeah. the mental stuff. That's a little more challenging. Of like, are you smart enough to do the job? Like, who tests for that? And I mean, you got to look at honestly, like, like after nine eleven, George Bush like went to ground zero and put his arm around the firefighters like we're gonna yeah. do what you know and he was just this force that everyone you know felt safe watching after this horrible event happened would you feel safe being in the hands of joe biden after after this awful event happened no you know? I, got, I feel like i gotta protect him yes exactly that's mm -hmm. your instinct you know just as a human being like this is an elderly man who's 
being exploited. I was thinking yeah. a couple of days ago, the United States, it's not really a country. It's not a place. It's an idea of a bunch of states that have decided to unite for the betterment of all the states. And we could technically have that all over Earth. Like we could have a giant states united across Earth, whatever, the United States. There, here we are. Now it's just more states in action. Yep. I don't but know. This one, man, it's we're, it seems like the last 20 years, sorry to interrupt, have been uh, a bit, like you said earlier, chaos. I think you mentioned that chaos. I, I, I don't know if it's true, but there's that line in National Treasure where I think it's Nicolas Cage. He says that before the Civil War, people would say the United States are. And then afterwards, they would say the United States is. In these United States. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. there was an idea that the states were each what they are, 50 separate sovereign entities with a trade mm -hmm. agreement is, is what yeah. the states are. Yeah. But then after that, it became really cohesive and it was like one thing so where we are the united states we are one entity and and you you think about it like we the states already blended together people didn't really understand the purpose of them because of civics not being taught in schools and things like that people didn't understand this right. so now since covid we're getting we're, we're getting 50 separate states that you can clearly identify like you're going to go to florida because they're not going to give sex changes to children not because it's sunny like you're you're going there now because the kids are safe. You know you're not you're not gonna go to California because y you want to see the Hollywood Walk of Fame because you'll probably get murdered. You're you're going there now because you want to visit wine country up north where it's safe. You know so so the way that the states work now we see what they were meant to work at. It's a Tenth Amendment thing. But it's really interesting because yeah you see that there's so many states that there's very clearly different states. And then we have states with sanctuary city policies mm. and sanctuary state policies to where they won't even extradite criminals to other states. Yep. And so how are we a cohesive United States? The only thing that We're brings us together anymore. is that we have a large federal government, which is, is which is kind of the antithesis of the 10th Amendment. Yes, so we are not a co we're not <laughs> no. what we were anymore. We are definitely separating. And this, I think the way forward is with strong states' rights. I've yeah. always said this, like, we're not going to have a national divorce. We're going to have strong states' rights. So we're these 50 states are going to look like 50 different countries is, is my idea of it. Like, Florida's going to get more Florida. California's going to get more California. New York's going to get more New York because of the, the voting policies in these states that are not going to allow really any any difference you know especially in the blue states where anybody can vote and stuff but what we have to do is then shrink the size of the federal government to create the, per the better absolutely system. we worry about the supremacy clause when yeah. it comes to some of the powers that they have um as opposed to the 10th amendment you know yeah. ron DeSantis can do a lot of stuff but there's a few things that he won't be able to do uh, currency is another indication of the of the i guess you would call it the diffusal of power of the federal government because it used to be the american Diffusion. dollar yeah yes. it, it, the, but now we've got crypto in the constitution yeah. states can coin money mm, that's mm -hmm. epic yeah just so why don't they yeah well right wait, exactly what? like hello like has anybody read this document yeah santa's bucks yeah exactly <laughs> well, i would you love that Ron dollars i would invest so hard in those. well you got to be careful too because i think both parties would want to go to a crypto-based system a digital fiat mm -hmm. and that's always a bad idea oh yeah Florida you don't want coin. the federal government doing it at all you don't mm -hmm. i wouldn't even want state government yeah, to do i'd be that. worried about that but what about, coining the money what about florida coin Oh, I would buy Florida coin. Would y'all buy Florida coin? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would. Local currencies are extremely important and it's really, really bad that we got rid of them because what happens now is if Florida had its own currency, that currency can't leave Florida, mm -hmm. meaning economic right. activity remains within controlled within Florida. Yeah. So so it'd be like visiting Canada where you go in and you trade in or wait, buy the local it? currency yeah, yeah. and trade. Exactly. So here's what happens when you have the national currency, a state like Michigan collapses when the factory leaves mm -hmm. because the money leaves with it. 
Money is coming from an external source outside of Michigan into Michigan. It is spent by the people of Michigan on things outside of Michigan. Mm. If you have a local currency, you have more local production, more local farming, more local uh, trades work and things like that. And then if external sources of revenue cease, yes, the economy may get depressed to a certain degree, but trade still exists between people in Mm -hmm. that state to solve their problems. Which is why the the U.S. fears so much, too, because with external trade with other countries, our, our dollar is what everybody trades with. Right. And so, so if we get rid of that, if they go off of something that else, then they have control over our, our production. This is why Bitcoin is great. But if there were state state level currencies, the federal government could not take the tax resources of the people of Florida and then send it to Pakistan for gender studies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Unless you wanted darn. to trade out of state. So the way you do that is you'd have your U.S. dollars. Every state has their own crypto. You go to Florida, sandwich is five bucks of U.S. dollars or four dollars and 60 cents if you spend florida coin mm. so i'll buy a bunch of florida coin when i get to florida i'll get a discount a seven percent discount on everything i buy while i'm in florida as long as i stay within the state you've created a local currency uh i guess you could you could give the feds some some portion of that tax so that it keeps the system flowing i was gonna say federal taxes are what kind of keeps everything together so if you eliminate like federal income taxes then you would be fine because federal income taxes would have to be paid in american federal dollars um, and so you have to know what you're paying in that, and it would just confuse a lot of stuff as well. Or you could pay your income taxes with Florida coin, but you'll have to pay 7% more if you pay it in Florida coin. So you'd be in sp- encouraged to buy but, your but, U.S. But, dollars back to pay your... Or just what pay, a you pay your taxes. Mess in, that would you be. pay the taxes in Florida coin, and the federal government can spend the money in Florida yeah. or to mm-hmm. anybody who wants transactions with Florida, yes. and they can't print more of it. Florida that, coin. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, right? If a state like Florida had its own currency, you... You could be like, oh, well, I only earn money in Florida currency, but I'll pay my taxes. Like, Here you go, government. Mm-hmm. And the government goes, we can't print any more of this. Mm-hmm. So you get what you get. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. No more deficit. Yeah. No, no deficit spending. See, yeah. this is the way the, the founders knew what what a big powerful government was capable of i mean the reason we had the boston tea party was because the largest multinational conglomerate in the world was hanging out like like chummy with it was crony capitalism essentially it was hanging out with the british government and they they were told that any product that they lose would be reimbursed they were told they didn't have to pay any taxes on their product and that it would all it's all coming out of the states like like this this happened before this is why the Constitution's written the way that it is, like if, if we have a decent understanding of, of history. So they knew what it was capable of, and they put in safeguards throughout the Constitution that would protect the states if there ever became a massive federal government again. And one of those is Florida coin. <laughs> I think we, we had uh, Stephen Marsh on the show a while ago, and he was saying that there's a multicultural democracy and a constitutional republic trying to exist in the same space. And I'm like, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. And I hope you understand that the multicultural democracy is the parasite that is growing within the constitutional republic and subverting and destroying it. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's 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 trying to inhabit its body and wear it like a skin suit. The cultural revolution. That was like Mao's journey. And Mm -hmm. it's it's transfixed itself into our country now through the internet. This, this this, This mob rule, this cultural mob rule where it changes week to week. Like what was okay to say last week is no longer okay. Now this word's bad and you can't do this because the mob says so. And even though it's legal, if the mob gets angry about it, they're going to put the put the guy away that's not doing anything wrong for his own protection because the mob, like, no, no, we're a republic, man. Mm-hmm. We have law and order. Yeah, but I do think it's going to get dark. Yes. I really mm-hmm. do think so. I, I think there will come a time relatively soon. I say relatively because who knows how many years it could be where like a regular person is at their house, they have an American flag, and then one day there's a knock on the door and they're like, can I help you? And they're like, take the flag down or else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that's already happened yeah. in yeah. Portland and Seattle. But I'm saying like there will, there will be elements of authority now knocking on your door being like, that's a hate symbol. When you see 
there was like, there's like, like a viral meme of uh, uh, military cadets or something carrying the American flag, but also pride flags. I'm like, yeah, that's a flag of an ideology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the people here in the United States, however many of them, can look at that and be like, oh, how nice. And I'm like, I, I see that when I look at that flag, I see the same thing as a swastika. When I when I when I go yeah. to like down on Frederick, they have like they have these flags with eagles on them and things like that. I'm like, obviously, I'm not saying that this ideology is identical to Nazism or anything like that. I'm saying mm-hmm. it is a flag of an ideology that is infecting the, the, the culture and being waved around over the flag of the country. Yeah. The country is being subverted. So so uh, when there's a Marxist takeover, the first thing that they do is they have to um, they have to demonize nationalism. And mm-hmm. this is about a 20 year process for the study. If you think of when nationalism started being demonized, it was around Obama administration yeah. when he first got in. That's when they started demonized. So it's about a 20 year process. And and if you think about how like they started adding the word white to the front of nationalism, you know, yeah. to, to to make it uh, egregious. Or Christian. Yeah, Christian. Christian, Christian nationalism. nationalism. So so these are the things that, that they do in order I, to support I, the culture. I will say one thing that gives me hope is mm-hmm. that June, of course, as you all know, is American Greatness Month. Yes. yes. And all of these major corporations have started changing their logos to the rainbow, which of course is God's covenant to life on earth, never to flood the planet again. It, and so I was really surprised to see so many companies just praising the Lord. Wow, that's really great. I saw that. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I saw GE put put that in their in their uh, bio um, wow. in America. And I mean, I'm, I'm grateful because that is God's agreement with the people. And that's, that's his love. Wait. It's his covenant. Yes. Oh. And they didn't do it in Saudi Arabia. And I think maybe because of Allah or... Whatever. Well, America's yeah. a Christian nation, so exactly. all of these companies so, promoting so the rainbow. So they're just being respectful or... to other religions, which I find just oh, nice. so sweet. But is light pink, light blue, white, brown, and black? Is that part of the rainbow now? Oh no, that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 that's. I, I see these ideological flags being flown by governments and mm-hmm. agencies, and I'm like, yeah, that's like the swastika. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not the flag of our nation, nope. and there's no reason to fly that flag at government institutions. That's yeah, right. it's important to remember the swastika was a beautiful symbol when it first appeared in the mid late 20s in Germany. Everyone was it was a very hopeful sign of the wheel of life, but the inversion of it, the Hindu symbol, and only when they became psychotic. Did it gain a psychotic, you know, uh, notation next to it? There's there's a building on the south side of Chicago where I grew up that everyone knows about. It's a house and it's because it's a it's a two story house. And on the top of it, there is a square that looks like it's it's like a a, a cross in a a square. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can clearly tell that there are wood blocks nailed to it because it was actually a swastika. I mm-hmm. know where that's going, yeah. <laughs> and, but, but people don't realize this, that uh, I went to an antique store when I was in Austin. They had swastikas everywhere. And one of the guys who worked there, I was like, I saw them and I was like, wow. I was like, you guys don't get flack for selling like swastika banners? And the guy showed me his keychain. He's like, no, I got like three right here. And I'm like, I was like, really? You're not worried about that? And he was like, before the Nazis used it, it was all over the United States. It yep. was a symbol of mm-hmm. luck. Yep. It was good, good fortune. It's thousands of years old. And then the well, the 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 inversion of it. Right. The original exactly. symbol was facing it, the other way. Which way it's, it's spinning? But in the U.S., people would actually line with like wallpaper swastikas in the top of yeah. the rooms and things yeah. like that. I yeah. see in the loop in Chicago. I would see a lot of that stuff. But it would be the inversion of the swastika. And then the, the Nazis Masonic used it or something. That's yeah. And then the symbol became. This is. Uh, uh, I, I will also add. 
Check out the music video, uh, Handlebars. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that song? Oh, I yeah. Can I can ride my bike like, with no yeah, handlebars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in the music video, the bad guys, the totalitarian regime that's massacring the people in the video, have the BLM fist on their shields as they bang the shields with truncheons and then open fire on the crowd of innocent people. So it's funny how we're talking about, I don't know, 12 years ago, popular culture, 70 million hits. This is a big song. Yeah. Shows BLM's sim- symbolism as the evil authoritarian regime. And in that amount of time, we now see they're flying those flags. Mm-hmm. One of these things that I kind of, I feel like you were mentioning that people have, not that people have gone crazy, but the last 20 years or whatever, yes. it's been kind of nuts, is this obsession with uh, words and symbols as if it, less about the meaning, but more about the word itself. Like if the actual text is carved into a spot, whoever did that's going to suffer for making that, that shape on there it's a word you know but what is the intention of the word what was the meaning of the word that like the context like it's so it's so dangerous to be afraid of a word or afraid of a symbol as opposed to being afraid of maybe what these people are because someone if they really want to hurt you they're not going to say bad words Mm -hmm. they're going to be very kind and very trusting that's how you do it, you know, and you're going to use perfectly clear PC. I can tell you why this happens. Uh, it was actually Congressman Massey who said it uh, around uh, right after January 6th. And they were uh, taking the military. And they were they were having military everywhere. And they had the fences put up everywhere to protect the the White House. And they were having the military sleep in or the, the National Guard sleep in the parking garages and sleep in just just having every all this chaos everywhere that made it look like a war zone. And Congressman Massey said, this is what this is what they do because they know images are going to stay with you longer than anything else. So they are going to show you images and that's what you're going to remember. Mm-hmm. So we, we see these images. We should jump to this big breaking news. This is going on right now. And we've got a lot to break down in the context of this. Uh, the Post Millennial reports <gasps> Twitter's vice president of trust and safety, Ella Irwin, reportedly leaves the company amid Daily Wire oh debacle. Well, so this is huge. Head of Twitter Trust and Safety's report uh, reportedly ha- has resigned. A report from Forbes stated that she's no longer in the top uh, in the Twitter's internal Slack. Reuters reporter Sheila Dang said that Irwin's resignation was confirmed. Now this is a big story. What's going on? All right, let's let's get through this. TimCast.com reporting mistake. Elon Musk says, "What is a woman can stream on Twitter? It's definitely allowed." What do we got here? That's uh, we have Zero Hedge reporting on the rumor. Just before the show started that uh, she may have left the company. We've got uh, Film Lad. This one's big. Jeremy Boring says in a Twitter space that the Twitter people who canceled Daily Wire's What is a Woman said Elon Musk was in the room and approved the cancellation. As of right now, the visibility on Matt Walsh's tweet is still limited, restricted. And my understanding is that What is a Woman, which was posted by the Daily Wire, is still being restricted by Twitter. So the story is the Daily Wire planned in coordination with Twitter, a special event page to publish the documentary, What is a Woman? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
at the last minute, they were told that they would not be allowed to run an event page and that if they posted the documentary, it would be labeled hate speech and limited. So Matt Walsh posted the two clips in question that they demanded be censored. And sure enough, those tweets were restricted and were limited. Elon Musk has come out and said that it's all a mistake. And of course, it's allowed. But as of right now, what I'm seeing on Twitter, they're still being heavily limited. And if the report is true, Jeremy Boring saying that uh, the Twitter people tell him, you know, there's a lot, lot, a lot of uh, uh, hearsay there. Some some's going on. So the question is, is Elon Musk being forthright when it comes to this issue? And I'm leaning towards no. I like Elon. I think he's doing great work with SpaceX. I can say it a million times. But when he tweeted, this was a big mistake and it's being fixed and it's still not being fixed. I don't necessarily trust Elon Musk. Now, I'm not saying I don't trust him. Just because someone claimed he was in the room when da- when Daily Wire was confirmed to be banned or restricted doesn't mean he actually was. And the fact that the VP of Trust and Safety is res- has resigned, I wonder if what's really happening is that Elon Musk went in there and said, hey, I, I don't even know if he's in SF right now because he was just in China or something. Yes. He might have been like, what's going on and why are you doing this? And maybe they were like, if you don't block this, I quit. And then he probably said, then quit. And she said, fine. So in order for Elon to get in, like, I'm just put it this way. I still will give Elon the benefit of the doubt because he had no reason to tweet in support of the Daily Wire when he did. But uh, Ian Miles Strong was like, it must suck to be Elon. You know, you think everything's going fine. You wake up and everything's on fire. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, not only that, but Elon isn't the one who's doing all of this. Mm -mm. So all of a sudden, everyone on Twitter is screaming, Elon, you've betrayed us. And he's like in a meeting and he comes out. He's like, what's happening? Like, Mm -hmm. dude, I'm not even here right now. Let me take care of it. It's been only a couple of hours. Now this woman's resigning. It sounds like this resignation shows Elon is taking heavy action to rectify the problem. Okay, when I lost my page, uh, it was like a month ago or whatever, I woke up and I couldn't log on to Twitter, okay? Reached out to Tim. Tim put something out. He's like, Elon, Josie can't log on to Twitter. And Elon's like, oh, I'm fixing it. He responded, right? That was weird. Yeah. Um, Ella directly got me my Twitter account back. Really? Directly. Yep, she directly worked with me to get it back. Why? W- so, this is, so this is important because your original Twitter account was yep. mysteriously shut down for no reason. No reason. Yep, for but a year it, and a half. Yep. But it was right before you made some prediction or something, yeah, right? Yeah, it was uh, right after I predicted that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris was 20. Right. Yeah, I, yeah so uh, what was that? I... You tweeted that it was going to be Biden-Harris. Yes. yes, so I tweeted that in 20, uh, January 2019. I tweeted that it was going to be Biden-Harris. It's my pinned tweet on my page. You can see it. I said, it's going to be Biden-Harris. This is what it's going to be. And I said that January 2019. And then on the day of the inauguration, I I, I put it up there and I said, it's going to this, you know, I predicted this, this happened. And like within within 10 days, my, my page was gone, just gone. I couldn't log in. I was permanently suspended. No reason, no idea why it lasted for a year and a half. Then Elon Musk on April 26th of last, uh, last year said, I'm going to buy Twitter. The next day I got my account back. The and next then- day. Recently, mm-hmm. you were locked mysteriously again, and it same wasn't same exact thing that it, happened before. But it wasn't like a normal banning. No, it was it like was, I just couldn't. I was, like your page was just gone. Page like yeah. bl- blanked out. I could. There's nothing I couldn't get into it. It was just gone. They didn't know. So what with had that though, with with what you're saying there, this see the Ella Irwin. This surprises me because she's been pretty good yes. about a lot of stuff. It's the new CEO that I thought was going to go. So so yeah. Oh, so maybe her resignation is due to the new CEO. That oh, could like be they don't it. get along. It could be something like that. It could be that she resigned because the people under her did this and she didn't boss them correctly. I, I'm not no, sure. I, I don't. She just seemed really 
good. So that's why if, I if, if, yeah, if she was safety. doing if she was doing right yep. by the users and as as to what Elon wanted, and it was underlings who acted up, I'd imagine she would not resign. Mm-hmm. She would come out and tweet and be like, employees here are upset and we're telling them no. I bet this is the new CEO. Interesting. Yeah. Th- and that, I think and, it is. And because then when she's like, Elon's yelling at me, I'm not doing this. The new CEO goes, I'm the CEO and I'm telling you to do it. She goes, I quit. I'm done. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Has the new mm-hmm. CEO taken, taken like, they're, they're working on he, it. I th- he Maybe named... he put her in charge when he was in China. Linda Yaccarino. I yeah. 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 If he's not in the country right now and she's running the company but and is this she... is what's going that's on. That's very interesting that it could have been what she did immediately, yeah. like having the power to do that. When I mean, Twitter's been slow to change some of the stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised that there's, you know, some people at the lower levels that are still manipulating some of this stuff. Like, I was, I was censored from twitter back in december for saying that gender dysphoria is a mental illness and i was locked out of my account and and so but i don't know if that's been fixed because i still self-censor myself from saying that because i don't know if it's going to lock my account again you know check that check this out so this is the daily wires tweet they say it's the movie they really don't want you to see what is a woman watch the explosive documentary starring matt walsh blog free on twitter for 24 hours and i'm going to click this uh just right here we got this little old retweet button it's our little retweet button. i'm going to click that retweet button why can't you retweet this we oh. try to keep twitter a place for healthy conversation so we've disabled most of the ways to engage with this tweet wow healthy, all in the name of being healthy that but, tweet yeah. is so healthy like i feel stronger already but yeah. this this still doesn't make any sense because elon bought twitter because the babylon b right sparked very much by the babylon b misgendering somebody and they're saying the two scenes were because they were misgendering can you somebody? pull up elon's so it tweet about absolutely it? no sense I believe I have Elon. I, I just want to highlight this real quick. Jeremy Boring has quote tweeted the Daily Wire saying, please share this in case Twitter indeed throttles it. I have I have retweeted his quote tweet, which allows you to carry to share the, yes. the documentary. So I think What is Woman is a very good documentary. And yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why. One of the scenes in question that was limited, Matt Walsh is actually arguing from the perspective of trans activists yep. to the shop owner. Mm-hmm. I'm, he's doing a good job as an interviewer. Mm-hmm. The interviewer says, here's how I feel about trans people. And then Matt Walsh says, but you don't, you're not a scientist. Like what, how do you know? Mm-hmm. And that he's actually taking the points to get his, re- his response and reaction to it. He's not just approaching this like, we already have our minds made up and we're going to, he actually says like, hey, tell me what you think. I thought that was uh, very respectable. I think the documentary was very well done. I've seen it twice now. Um, and what I really like about it though, is Matt didn't put his biases into it. I mean, it is, it's a bias, it's it's shaping a narrative into one direction. But what he does is he goes into these interviews and just lets the, like the trans activists just talk and they show you who they are. And so he didn't have to like guide them in a direction and what Tim's saying is correct. And it's interesting because I actually was um, last fall, I was doing an event down in Richmond. I got to interrupt. Sorry, Elon just tweeted. We're updating the system tomorrow so that those who follow Real Daily Wire yeah, will we, we see got it. this. We'll pull it up. Yep, got it. So um, I was doing an event last year in Richmond um, with no left turn education and Eventbrite removed that event because we were doing a screening of what is a woman followed by a panel discussion with me, a doctor, um, another human rights advocate. And like, so we were having a discussion about it. And it was still 
Eventbrite took the event down. That's the second time, or that's the first time out of two that they've done that to me, too. So people are pointing out that Elon was in Shanghai, so he likely was not in the room. Yes. That doesn't make mm -hmm. sense. And the new CEO isn't starting for a month or so, so yeah. I'm wondering what's happening. But take a look at this. Elon's basically saying, confirmed, censorship on gender issues. Robbie Starbuck tweets, despite Elon Musk promising the, daily, the real Daily Wire film, What is Woman, by Matt Walsh, wouldn't be censored. It seems someone at Twitter staff chose to censor it anyways, less than 20 minutes after it was posted. You can't even comment. Whoever did this should be fired. Elon says, we're updating the system tomorrow so that those who follow Real Daily Wire will see this in their feed, but it won't be recommended to non-followers, nor will any, any advertising be associated with it. Guess what? That's Elon Musk saying, we will shadow ban your content. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep, I see that. It, do you think this has, this has something to do with the, uh, the, he just pulled out of the EU agreement, which is about to go into effect next year, that's going to force companies to censor hate speech or not do business in that country. I think, you know what I think it is? I think Elon sees Twitter. He sees the Babylon Bee getting censored. He's like, okay, this is messed up. He genuinely is like, I'm going to buy Twitter. I think he has legitimate use for it with X. That's why it's merged with X. I think he wants this for his one-stop shop app. It makes sense to buy, mm -hmm. add payment processing and video and stuff. And he genuinely thought he could have free speech until the powers that be from the international uh, political leaders mm -hmm. came to him and we saw this with Turkey. He said he didn't have a choice with Turkey. Ban some accounts or the whole app gets banned. And then one by one, the dominoes fall and Elon Musk is being pushed in the same direction as Jack Dorsey. I don't think he understood the experiences of Jack Dorsey and why Jack went this route. And now Twitter is going to end up being the exact same thing that it was. Yeah, dude, Elon, you cannot control the one ring, man. You need free speech. You need to free the software code because you cannot control this. I explained what was going on and Elon said exactly when, when because people were asking me about the EU agreement. I'm going to find that and read it. So everybody knows exactly what's going on according to Elon. What is it? They're going to ban it in Europe or something? Uh, so, yeah, I'm pointing it up too. I, I wrote an article about this on Human Events. Last week, the EU disinformation agency says Twitter has a legal obligation to comply with oversight program after Elon Musk pulls out. So it was a previously a... Um, it was a volunteer censorship program, essentially, but the EU is, um, so who is this? This is Terry Breton, the European, the Europe's Commissions for Inter Internal Markets. Um, the voluntary code is basically going to be put into effect with the DSA. What's the DSA? Well, I don't know, but I can tell you that uh, I'm going to refresh this from Matt it's, Walsh. I'm pretty sure it's the, di the Digital Service Act. So they're yep. implementing the Digital Service Act, and they're going to basically force companies to censor hate speech and try stuff. this unelected body of European socialists. Yep. Yeah, you're not elected by me. You have no sway over what I do and say on, on this earth, my man. Nice. Stay this in is Europe. crazy. I can't retweet Matt Walsh. I wonder if I can just copy and then uh, <clears throat> manually do it. Let's, right, let's so see what happens if I try and do it this way. So what's going on? Okay, so um, somebody had asked, this is my in my my uh, conversation with Elon. It says, the EU is demanding Twitter censor by August. Is he right or wrong to do it? And I said, this is a good question, and I don't believe a lot of people understand how deep this goes, so I'm going to break it down here. Countries without a Bill of Rights to protect citizens from their governments are threatening total bans of Twitter if they're in their countries if censorship orders are not complied with. Many have enshrined hate speech into law and have also created stringent guidelines for social media operating in their countries. So Elon Musk has two options. 
One, limiting some material will allow citizens in these despotic countries to access Twitter minus some censored material. Or two, he will limit no material, which means these citizens will have zero access to any and all Twitter material in these countries. So ironically, that's a total ban of Twitter. This is the exact same thing that happened to Jack Dorsey. Yes. And Elon Musk is reacting in the exact same way. Yep. Yep. So he's he's complying. Yep. In, in January, Musk had a meeting with Brenton and said, good meeting regarding the e- EU DSA. The goals of transparency, accountability, and accurate information are aligned with ours. He said that in January. So this is just him moving that needle forward. Yeah. I can't saying. stand that so, word accountability. Yeah. I'm so tired of these. Bu- I'm sorry to interrupt. What are you yeah. saying? No, these no, I was going to agree with that. Oh, transparency, accountability, safety, trust. Like, yeah. get, get your... Word. What do these words mean? It's another example They're of people using, you know, you. using letters like a cudgel, yeah. but what's the meaning behind they it? They mean diversity, equity, yes. and inclusion. Yeah, it exactly. means I want to control exactly. you, Is but that's not trust. That's not transparency. Show me the code of your software it's if like you want to be transparent. It's like ringing a where we're all Pavlov's dog, and they ring this bell with any of these words, and that just means trust your government. You know what they are? They're dog whistles to a particular ideology <clears throat> that we all know very well. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Ella Irwin's got that as the first word in her Twitter bio. Trust advocate. Mm-hmm. Well, they mm-hmm. they yeah, it's meaningless. Trust. What's trust? It's a it's cult. It is it is a weird cult that use they they use emotional manipulation to indoctrinate and control. Yeah, yeah. And this is what I'm talking about with seeing people like uh, military cadets marching in a parade with pride flags. Yeah. Like it is ideological capture of a country. It is it the ideological symbol of this country should be the American flag. Yes. It is being subverted now by a cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what it is? I can't tell you how many people I talk to who are like, leave me out of it. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, then when they show up at your doorstep. Yeah, you need you know, technology. And they're to always like, well, we're, we're never going to get rid of the American flag. And so the, it, everything they say, they, it's the Iron Law of Woke projection. But you already see teachers in the classrooms who Doing get rid of the American flag yep. and. Put up the pride flag instead, and that's because these these are the activists, and these are the activists that are going to make the policy, and that's what's going to happen. Well, it's yeah. not even the pride flag; it's the progress flag, which that yeah. triangle infiltrating oh, yeah. on the Chevron. rainbow, the yeah, yeah. Is, is very symbolic of an arrow them? just taking over everything. Have yeah. you ever seen them put the pride flag in a? Um, with, it makes a swastika. Yes, yeah. it makes a swastika. Yep. 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 I think the only way to resist is a technological resistance, uh, decentralized software, social media that can't be, well, that's encrypted at the very least, that can't be controlled by a centralized service or isn't built for centralized services. Just like the American Revolution in 1776 was a technological revolution. They used boats and cannons as their technology. We don't need to use weapons. We can use social media, but we need to protect ourselves and resist this economic torment this this insane communist or socialist you, attempt at controlling did, the earth did My you guys God. see that uh, bud light sponsored an lgbtq event and a pride parade just after yeah. after the shit show yes i'm surprised they have but this is the thing is a lot of people are waking up to is the, all this stuff has been going on for years it was the mulvaney effect pushed it into the mainstream like bud light coors light all these companies have always had like rainbow cans for pride events and all this other stuff and it's never been an issue until this year and now you're seeing it with all these all these organizations we talked about there was a uh i wrote an article today it was about PetSmart. so PetSmart has dog toys and all this stuff that's pride stuff which really i don't care if you put a rainbow flag on a on a dog toy or anything like that you want to, you're a dog owner you and you're gay or lesbian or or bi or whatever I don't really care if they do that, but the hidden meaning behind it is then they 
also said that they gave $200,000 to Glisten. What is mm. Glisten? I've been hearing about it. They are an organization that basically promotes teachers keeping secrets from parents in school. So they that's like their biggest advocacy is working with governments to ensure that that's happening so that, you know, children have autonomy in classrooms from parents and so teachers can keep those secrets and that's what they're pushing. So they're pushing the gender ideology onto the onto school. So when you're supporting somebody like something like PetSmart, Kohl's, Target who have been donating millions to this com to this organization, that's what you're supporting. Let me pull up the story from uh, Yahoo News. It's a story originally from The Advocate. Bud Light pledges $200,000 to support LGBTQ plus business owners of color. They also recently sponsored a pride parade. I got, I, I'm just going to say this outright. If a company is seeing a 30% drop off in sales, has fallen from the number one spot to number two, has seen a stock drop off of $27 billion. That's billion with a B. And then they double down. That's not a business. I'll tell no. you why that, they're that, doing that's, it. That's not a business because a business is trying to produce a service or product and sell it to people. Bud Light is an advocacy institution. I, I, I think two, two important things. I think America, uh, American First Legal, I believe it is. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, someone is saying, if you were a shareholder, contact us. This looks like a very serious violation of their fiduciary duties to their shareholders. You may have a legal case. I will also say, well, there's two. There's, there's one other thing I want to add to this, but the first is, this this, this is this, this company, in my opinion, is probably going to collapse, and to a certain degree, mm -hmm. if they keep doing this. Mm -hmm. You can't like they're they're really crossing their fingers that Bud Light as beer will do better than like they like they don't need it to be a company anymore. It is now, be, they're hoping that it is a solidified, entrenched institution that can never be dismantled, too big to fail. Then they can wear it like a skin suit and use the money you buy for beer to support a cult. Think about that. Bud Light is not a business. It is funneling your money into a cult despite knowing it is destroying their business. It's because they don't care. When the brain slug latches onto your skull, does the brain slug care whether you live or die? That's obviously brain, brain slugs aren't real. My point is... Whatever strange creature has gripped Bud Light, it doesn't care if it if it sucks the, the innards out until it withers into a husk and collapses because it is extracting the resources from this once great American institution. They know they're collapsing. Their shareholders know it's collapsing. Bud Light does not care. Yes, and I know why. There's a name for that slug. It's called CEI. It's the C HRC yes. is it's, that slug yes. that's using CEI because Bud Light just lost their perfect CEI score, which feeds into their DEI score mm -hmm. like last week. Their ESG yes. score? I got. A, ESG, I have a viral yeah. tweet about it, actually. It's got uh, 35,000 likes on it, so I'm just going to read that. It's titled, Why is Everything Gay? Buckle up, because we're going down the gay rabbit hole. <laughs> the CEI <laughs> is the corporate, the corporate Equality Index. It is a woke credit score that judges companies based on how many woke issues they're posting. And then to get ahead of it, I said, well, what is woke? Because that's always the question. Well, you guys don't even know what that means. It's like, yeah, it's a it, it, it's a presence. We all know what it means. But it says the words co-opted from the black community by gender activists. And it's been infected with uh, 
this cultural war. It's been infected with neo-Marxism. That's what it is. So who made it up and who gives the score? So from my understanding, it's the human rights campaign, HRC, sends mm-hmm. lobbyists to these countries and it gives them a list of these demands. And if they do not comply with these demands, then the woke investors put pressure on the boards, activists are mobilized, advertising campaigns are shut down, they lose their funding, they lose their investors, they, they, they get threats. Um, so anyone who continues to do business with them, these people they get penalized as well, anybody who does business. So so who's funding the HRC? There's a lot of different ones. And two of them are um, through George Soros companies. The first one's the Open Society Foundation. And the other one is like the George Soros Foundation or something. And this is something you can vet. You can look it up right now. Um, so who runs the Open Society Foundation? Then I wrote, uh-oh, definitely don't Google that because we're not allowed to talk about that guy. He's the one we <laughs> shall not talk of. Uh, so essentially, if you don't, if you don't get a good score, the lizard god king of the world doesn't let your business exist. Um, so this fake score is everywhere. It's controlling everything. It's it's coercion, and this is the despotic rot that Bud is. Bud Light doesn't care about their business. Yeah. So I, no. it, there, there's there's nothing. You could, Bud Light doesn't care about making money. Yes. So they, they I agree. Li- so so what so what is happening now is it's demoralization. It's part of that denationalization thing that I was talking about earlier. This is the demoralization process. So what they do, they 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 take an American institution like Bud Light, like Target, like Walmart, and they, like Tim had said, they infect it with this brain slug. Now the idea is that people are just going to accept that. That's what they want you to believe. Like, no, we're just gonna do this, this is the way forward, we're gonna accept that. But that's not the truth, as you can tell by the stocks dropping and how much money they're losing. People aren't just accepting that. So that means that it, 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 it's uh, an American institution is going to fail. A, a prestigious American institution is gonna fail before our eyes and it's gonna demoralize the country and that's that's what it is. It's Belgian now, it's owned yeah. by Inbe- AB InBev, which is a Belgian company. So they essentially sold out. I'm trying to find out when Budweiser sold out to the Belgians. Um, I can't find a year, but it's not an American company anymore. It has the red, white, and blue uh, or has the red and white logo, and then Bud Light has the blue it's, and white. It's an logo. establishment. It's at every Fourth of July picnic. You know, it's it's, it's, it's an, Memorial Day. It's so, an American institution, like an American icon that yes, they're actually just taking that they're down. just going to yeah, take it down. The Belgians yeah. are using, and I'm not blaming all Belgian people, but this Belgian company is using it to to trick people into giving them money to to impact invest on whatever they want. But they're letting the Budweiser brand fall apart right now. They don't care. You're right. They don't care because it's AB InBev. It's worth probably a thousand times what Budweiser itself is worth or something. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but it's just a drop in the bucket of their their total brand. I think people need to understand that the the Constitution is meaningless to a culture that does not care for the Constitution. Yes. Mm -hmm. It can say whatever it wants. It can say all of these really great things. And if the people behind what's happening with Bud Light and young people, when they get older, if they are the dominant cultural force... You will have soldiers in your homes. You won't have guns. You won't have speech. You won't have a right to a trial. You'll go to a trial and they'll say, man, you're guilty because we said so. Look at look at Donald Trump being found criminally liable of a 30, 30 year old insane, insane story about how he went to a, a clothing store and had sex with a woman. And then she was like, oh, he, he found we found the one dressing room that was open and then. He had his way with me or whatever. And it's just there's no evidence. Mm-hmm. There's 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 no logic to it. Trump at, at the peak of his fame walking with no security into a heavily populated department store and nobody notices or says anything. No one comes up to him and then he finds an empty room. Like this story is completely mm-hmm. insane. But they still said, yep, confirmed. You, like we are we are inching towards this point. Look at the January 6th defendants. There's a guy who's on video who's talking to the cops 
smiling and nodding his head and then ushering people out of the building. A proud boy. He got 12 years in federal prison, mm -hmm. even though he was helping the police. They don't care. They will lie. Then you will be like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go to trial. And then the jurors are all going to be sitting there waving their cult flags. And they're going to be like, we don't care what the Constitution says. We won. We will lock you up. And the cops will come to your house and say, I have a First Amendment right to speak. And they'll be like, none of that matters anymore. And then they'll crack you the truncheon and throw you in the van. Yeah. The problem with the U.S. Constitution is it's not adapted to the age of the Internet. It's it's still reliant on before. No, people that has could. nothing to do with what I'm talking about. It totally about. does, because mob mentality can spark overnight now with the Internet and that the Constitution can't stop it. And no Constitution can stop well, it. But literally but nothing. But something that prevents at least prevents people from um, controlling social media can allow us to stop it. But if we can't stop social media from muting our conversations, then no one can stop it. So we need free speech in that we need these systems to be free and open so that we can organize as the Constitution intended for us. I, I, I agree to a certain I, I agree. I, I agree to a certain degree. But the issue is when the left started encroaching and enforcing these things, people on the right said, I'm so scared. Please just leave me alone. And they, 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 they did nothing. Very few people. I mean, a lot of people did. Don't get me wrong. Trump obviously rose up. He, he got elected. But I can't tell you how many. Look, Bud Light. They only lost 30% of their sales. There are still people who will drink Bud Light or other AB InBev products. There are still people on the right who, who aren't going to do anything. And they're going to be like, I'd rather just keep my head down and not say a word. And so long as, as so it look, the problem is not that evil exists. It's that good men do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are waiting for someone else to fix the constitution right now. And I like, I'm open to rapid adaptation, but I'm also very concerned about rapid adaptation i don't want anybody in i i don't want to see another amendment added by this congress like I, I, even even i'd even be worried about um the uh article five states uh convention like at this point i just i don't trust anybody there's so many communists infiltrated into the government that if they added another amendment god knows God knows what it would do. I, I just, I believe the way forward is the 10th Amendment. I believe that the way forward is like, you know, like the, the courts that are corrupt. Those, those courts are in New York. Those courts are in DC. You know, they, that's, there's a stranglehold there on these corrupt courts. I worry about what happened to Donald Trump because they could, they could do this to Justice Kavanaugh now. They but, could make him guilty. Bud Light needs to collapse. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. a big ask, but Bud Light needs to collapse completely to the point of it being a non-existent product. So that a message is sent that there is a red line that we will not cross. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they can capture institutions and then gut them, mm -hmm. strip the, the resources, and people keep buying it, and they will just use it like a skin suit. Yep. Well, I was going to ask you, do you think that there will come a point where but Anheuser-Busch is realizing that Bud Light's just draining everything, and to get rid of this, they just cut Bud Light loose close the brand and then just move on with something else. They'll still produce Bud Light, but under a different name. Oh, once not, it's, not by choice. Yeah. yeah. Once it, it's uh, dead, it's, it's dead. Yeah. If people don't buy it at all. And so we're hearing more and more and more that people are not buying it. Sales are down 29.5%. That is, that is insanely massive. That may be getting to the point where it's not, no longer profitable to produce. Yeah. Well, it, and it's no longer profit. Well, and then it will, take a turn when you know blackrock and vanguard don't have enough money to support these industries so i don't know like anheuser-busch obviously bud light is the biggest they're the, well they're not anymore <laughs> they're not number one modelo is now number one in the united states which is huge great but let me tell you about that we, we we were making this coffee over at casper 
And it is very, very difficult. We've invested a quarter million dollars to start. We actually started with a little bit less and then we keep having to put more money in. When we sell a bag of coffee, we do make a profit, but then we have to reorder that bag and we have to recycle the profits because we sold out so quickly. We have to order more coffee the next time, which consumes all the profits plus more. I would love to get to the point where we could sell cans of cold brew all over the country. Mm -hmm. The issue is that producing canned liquids, you need to order a lot of it. You know, we had Seth Weathers here. He was saying, no, you can do it less. You could do it cheaper. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every company we've talked to about production, distribution, sourcing, and all that stuff, they've basically said it'll come out to about five bucks for a can. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, that's a lot. Now, I understand you go to the gas station, it might be like $3.99 for a can of cold brew as it is. And the reason they get the, like Starbucks will get that cost down is because they'll make 50 million cans yep. or maybe not 50, but like 10 million cans. And then they, if they make 10 cents per can, they're going to make enough profit for it to work for them. But for us, we cannot produce enough of this to, to uh, get the price down that low. You make a million cans. And you make a dollar per can, you got a million dollars profit, you can reinvest. Yep. For us, we can do a few thousand cans, which means in order to reinvest, we need larger margins, so we have to sell it for more. If Bud Light sales drop 30%, people need to understand this. It doesn't mean that they're going to be like, oh, well, we're still getting, you know, if we sold 100 cans, you know, per day, now we're selling 70. That might be their margin of profit. It might now go to the point where if they were making a dollar per, per can of Bud Light, Losing $30 off each shipment might now mean the profit is only $5 mm -hmm. or none. They needed those 30 cans to generate the percentage, the profit margin. Yep. Volume matters. The more you sell, you're, you'll make less profit in the long run, but you make enough profit to support the employees, support the business. If Bud Light drops down to like 50%, they're going to have to cut production. They're going to have to fire staff. And they're probably already getting to that point, And they're probably already at the point where they're now subsidizing Bud Light because not only are they not selling the stuff, they have to get rid of the old stuff, mm -hmm. which costs money to dispose of. Yeah, so that's called economies of scale, what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. so when you produce this stuff, and the, most of these companies, they forecast for an entire year, so they know exactly how much they're going to order at each quarter of each year. And so for, yeah, they're, they're sitting here with all this stock on hand going, what are we going to do? Now, a lot of these companies moved into a just-in-time production systems, but it's really hard when you're working with, you know, in massive scales to just go full just-in-time. And then what you're talking about with, especially with Bud Light, because it's a perishable item, they can't just send it to like a consignment shop. Like at the right. end of each season, clothing source stores send that stuff to a consignment shop so that they can just sell it off, you know, like TJ Maxx and stuff like that. But light. They're giving it away because it costs more in logistics costs to send it back than it does right. to give it away. My now, back, my background before I started doing this was in logistics, so now, this is now, kind of my area. <laughs> let's let's go to the local level. John Rich, you know me, I love him, good dude, mm -hmm. said that they replaced Bud Light simply because it wasn't moving. 
it, it, he didn't even frame it like we're boycotting. He was like, look, nobody bought it. So we need to get something else up there that we're going to sell because we need to make money. If you are a bar, and I'm sure a lot of people who watch are work, work at bars or manage bars or own bars, you know that if you order X amount of Bud Light, but only sell 70% of what you ordered, you're going to reduce your purchase substantially or just not buy it outright because you don't want waste. Not only that, but considering it's getting worse and worse for Bud Light, many, many, many bars or whatever might just be like, I don't want to buy it at all. Because even if we cut our sales down to 50% of what our normal order was, if tomorrow it gets worse, we're sitting on more dead product. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about Yingling. People like Yingling. Nobody cares about Coors or Miller. Just buy that instead. Because I tell you this, someone's going to come in and then go, oh, I'll, I'll take a Bud Light. And you'll go, uh, we got Coors. And they'll go, okay. Yeah. Plain and simple. So why take the risk? I think... We are watching an epic collapse of Bud Light, and I don't know how far it'll go. They may have to raise the price. But how is that going to help them when they're already giving the beer away for free? I what? could see them repackaging the actual liquid with a different brand. Yeah. Yep. They, they would have to get saying, it recertified, yeah. I think, because you can't, I don't know if you can sell the same product under a different nope. name. You'd have to do it through that. And then if people find out that it's Bud Light repackaged, they're going to boycott it again, so it's a risk. This is what I've always I've always thought about. I've always been kind of surprised that some of these major institutions like Anheuser-Busch and all these like even Target and all these other stores, Nike, all this stuff, like that they've done so well as smaller brands have popped up. I mean, especially with beer. Beer there's there's a craft brewery on every corner in America now. So mm -hmm. I'm surprised that they've even been able to hold out this long because of the competitions there. I wonder if they got bought by InBev in 2008. That was the, uh, wow. the the Belgian company. And I wonder if they've been running it at like margins of like one cent per can the whole time. There's oh, like, yeah. It's probably microscopic. Just, just mm -hmm. keep brand awareness. It's just a brand awareness product. They're not, maybe they're even running at a loss. I don't know. So, so at that point, it becomes a financial institution instead of a production company. I, I, I would be willing to bet that their profit per can is ridiculously low, a couple cents, if that. Mm -hmm. It could even be fractions of pennies. Like we sell a million cans, we make a hundred grand. Well, they make it up somewhere too, because even like most people don't know, like McDonald's at one point, they would make 70% of their profit on their breakfast menu and they would sell fries and drinks at a loss. And actually, a lot of stuff they would sell at a loss because they were making it. Actually, no, they would they would sell their hamburgers at a loss because the drinks made up for the loss. You get people cheap Bud Light at a loss, mm -hmm. then they become alcoholics, and then they'll buy your other stuff. Yeah. So check, check this out. Uh, I just Google searched what is what is the Anheuser Busch profit margin, and it's twelve point seven eight percent. So, if their fixed cost is like a million bucks, whatever, just a random number. Yeah. And they lose 30% of sales. They lose 30% of their profit. That may barely cover their fixed cost. I'll, I'll give you another example that's much easier to understand. This, this is what happened in Detroit. You have a, a hypothetical million people live in Detroit. They say, we're going to build a water system that will cost everyone uh, 100 bucks per month. And everyone goes, oh, okay, 100 bucks a month is, is really expensive, but we're going to get public access water. So now your water bill for your house is 100 it might, it's probably, it's probably way less, you know, at the time it was probably like 20 bucks. Then half the population leaves. The water system still has to be maintained by the exact same people. Their salaries stay the same, but only half the people are paying the, the, the taxes now and the bills. What happens? The cost of water doubles. Then 250,000 people leave. Those who remain now have quadrupled their bills. This is what happened. And, that, and that's why, uh, uh, yeah, what happened yeah. with Flint is that 
they were like, our water costs are so incredibly high. We're going to use Flint River water instead because it'll be cheaper. And then they had Legionnaires and a bunch of other nasty stuff yep. in their water and chemicals or whatever. Lead. Lead. From the, that was from the pipes. Wow. But so the, the point is, if Bud Light says we have a fixed operating cost of a million dollars and for every can we sell, we get, you know, a penny. We need to make a million plus whatever. If the profit margins drop down to a certain point, but the fixed costs to hire the people working the factory remain the same, they've got to raise the cost of beer, raising the cost of a product that people are already not buying. Then what's going to happen is someone's going to walk into a store who doesn't care and they're going to say, uh, I'll, I'll take a 20 pack of, I don't know, whatever you got, Bud Light. And they're like, that's uh, $37. Whoa, what? 37? I thought it was $15.99. Like, well, the Modelo's $15.99. Give me the Modelo. They're going to be like, oh, Bud Light's more expensive now because less people are buying it. So they need to increase the margin so they can cover their fixed they, costs. They actually wouldn't. I mean, they would be able to. They wouldn't do that because of that, because it's sitting right next to Modelo. Yep. And they go out of business. Yeah, immediately. So they'll have to figure out another way. The repackaging scandal is one way to do it. Maybe that's why this they're trying to go. They're actually trying to lean back into the LGBT community to, because that's the only way LGBT. that you can do it. Yeah, they're going targeting. If, if you like can target that community. And, and honestly, of the population. they're like, do college kids care? That's where most of their profit comes from probably anyway. College kids buy Natty Light because they're broke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's an, that's an AB, <laughs> that's, that's an Anheuser-Busch so brand. So what they yeah. could do, what what they could do, this is what, this, this is what they do in like, um, uh, the, the clothing that's really lovely, right? They pretty much, they put a label on it and they say, this is worth more money because it's, uh, it's Gucci. You know, this is, and so people see the label and they're like, oh, so this could be some sort of rebranding. Like, it's going to be more expensive. But, you know, they they could uh, start targeting it as like a, a brunch beer oh. or some way to target. And maybe Budweiser Gold. But, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, no, but it's a, it's Budweiser, love. Budweiser got hit by like 12% as well. Wow. So, and all of the Anheuser brands got hit. Mm -hmm. What they might do is say, we've got fixed costs. We've got to sell. Let's, here, 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 look. If they change Bud Light to say like Natural Plus or something, they then have to go to all the distributors and say, mm -hmm. carry this beer instead. That is an immense amount of work. They've got to get approval, which wouldn't be too hard for a massive company like Anheuser-Busch. But they've got to then switch out all their contracts from Bud to the new brand if they want to save it. Yo, if, if, if we wake up one day in a few months and Bud Light is done as a brand, that would be one of the most, the most tri the, uh, a, a tremendous culture war victory yeah, wouldn't be against the woke yeah. cult. I, I, th I think an AB in general is in trouble. I mean, did you see um, Harley Davidson threw them a lifeline last week and yeah. they changed the cans of Budweiser to try to, you know, dr drive some revenue. I think that would only drive Harley Davidson down. Yep. I'm surprised they did it. Actually, I wonder what uh, Harley Davidson stock is at. I, I like bet it's fine, cans. to be completely honest. Again, I think a lot of people are still just looking at it as oh, yeah, Bud it's, Light. It's sta 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 stable. Oh, yeah. wait. No, it's down 2%. So maybe they did oh, wait. a way to... When, when, when was that campaign? It was last... Last week, right? It was... Was it this last weekend? I feel like it was. Yeah, something like let's, that. I, 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 I'll pull it up. Let's make yeah. sure we get the, the, the day... Because I might have something to show it, you. Then. It could have something to do with their with their CEI too. Like, oh, we're we're gonna work with this company. That's you know. Was it Friday? It might have been. All right. Well, I'll just pull this up because uh, pull up the story maybe. On since it. Friday, they've actually dipped two point three four percent. Oh. Yeah. So they there, there's a, a that looks like I bet you right. There's a visual drop. I mean, I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna use some logic here, and I'm gonna say that that is when the campaign happened. Yeah. <laughs> There's but it's, it's not apocalyptic because all they did was do a partnership can. Mm -hmm. 
And as of today, it's up like 0.2%. After hours is 0.2%. But since last Friday, they... Uh, okay, so Friday, then Tuesday the 30th, it was at 33. It's dropped 2.34%. <laughs> so it's actually, it's low was down, uh, what was it, like almost 2 $3. It's down. Yeah, their Bud Light's way down. It's I want to screenshot it and put like one of those progress flags like right where it drops and then be like, boom. So we put it out on the 27th. So we put the article on the 27th. So yeah, it would have been Friday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday. So when people are reading the news, there it is. Boom. <laughs> yeah. That Tuesday. And that was, uh, yeah. Bang. Tuesday's when the drop. This was, this was, ap and it makes sense because Monday was Memorial Day. Yeah. Was there no stock trading on Memorial Day? I, th I think so. It goes yeah. Friday to Tuesday. So it drops right after. Yo, that's crazy. That's right, the, right when people are back from the from the holiday. It's the queer theory effect, boys and girls. Wow. I I, I call it I, I call it the Bud Light effect. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about impact investment. Uh, if you do it right, this is just like a battle of wills because, like Tim, what you did with the uh, Times Square uh, banner, the Times Square billboards, that was impact investment. That wasn't didn't make the company any money necessarily off the top. It just brought brand awareness to what you want to bring but that's not impact to. investment it's a form of it you, it's it but no it's just uh, you're right advice. it's advertising it's not technically a, if, a, if we put up investment. if we put up an ad that said something like you know woke is bad yes. that's an impact investment yeah 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 you're right we just put a billboard that was like watch the show it's great but even that like uh, using your own personal money or your company's money to promote things you like i mean that seems righteous on its heel it's just a matter of if you like psycho stuff then you know maybe do you think should it be illegal for business owners to spend their business's money? No. I don't I think, think so. It, I mean, I think it should be. I think it should be illegal for places like HRC to create a woke credit score that people have to abide by if they want to compete. Who's oh, giving wow. HRC? Look at this. Credence. Look at this. No, no, no. So again, that's that's all based off BlackRock and Vanguard, mm -hmm. who's who's running the the and ESG and scores yep. because that feeds into the ESG score. What is this? Look at this shelf. <laughs> so Friday, it's here, Brutal. and it's then <laughs> Tuesday, because of the holiday weekend, it dropped two bucks right away, 5% down in five days. It's funny, they the, didn't sell as much as they thought they would on Monday yeah. for the uh, holiday, apparently. It, look at this, it's so bad. At the start of the year, they were at 60 bucks, and now they're at 53. <laughs> the power of the people, well, man. Bud the, Light, it's going to keep going down. Like, I can't imagine anyone, look, what when Bud Light when comes out- up? This was, this was before. This yeah, was, was before. before. So you've got the summer months coming up. You've got great reports. And then March March 31st is the day before Dylan Mulvaney. There was mm. a quick sell. I remember when it went down. And here's what I think. I think people saw it go down and went, boycotts never work. I'm going to buy the dip. Mm. So it goes back up a little bit. And then it didn't stop. And now the people who are holding it are like, okay, we can't hold on to this. We got to sell it. There's literally no sane reason to hold on to a stock that is doubling down on on why it's crashing, which is perhaps the woke don't care that they will destroy this company's stock because Anheuser-Busch stock is not just Bud Light. Bud Light is one product out of hundreds. Yeah. But this company is, has said, we we know you're angry. This what, what did the CEO say? We didn't want to be involved in a conversation that was divisive. Let's give hundreds of thousands of more dollars to more of these organizations. They know they are ripping their country to shreds. So if you're someone's still holding the stock, that's the definition of insanity. The internet yeah. definition of insanity. They are holding their hand to a to a to a glass top stove and going like, yeah, but I'll give it a second. It'll stop burning in a second. That's the sunk cost fallacy. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, look at the top of this chart. If you if you were an investor and you paid attention to a show like this, mm -hmm. 
and you went, what's this? There's a, there's a controversy with Bud Light. I'm going to sell all my stock. It's peaked. It's really high. And I'm going to buy a company that does beer that's not controversial. And you invested in, say, Coors. You are up 20% yeah. or something like that. If you said, and eh, this will all blow over, you are down 10.84% this year. And from the peak, you're down way more. I think 15, it's probably more than 15, to be honest, because that's just the past month. And we're looking at two months. So you're down from 66 to 53 yeah, and that and that gap, it has to do with the, the initial sell-off happened. I think a lot of people thought that you know there was going to be a pump of you know ESG money into this into it to get them past the controversy, but the controversy never passed, and so now you're seeing the effect of the boycott actually taking taking place because now it's like, hey, this isn't going away. We don't have enough money to save this stock, and so that's the difference between like sales and profit in companies and financial institutions of money of, of companies because that's where the stock market and companies don't necessarily match up with you know a stock price is not indicative of profits necessarily i imagine that they were shutter they were feeling the shake of pain maybe there was an influx of esg money for this first month but that they were they were realizing for the first month what they're going to have to cut like everything is 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 falling now so and then you don't start to see it you know they tried their best to kind of mask it with rebuys of stock and stuff in the past six months target is down 20 percent in the past six months walmart is down 3.79 so something's interesting because you brought something up that's really interesting you said look at this first dip and then it's like oh but then they said boycotts don't work yep so that's interesting because it does do Target? Do nope. they have? The, they don't. Okay, so and this, that came afterwards. So I right. wonder if they're like, okay, boycotts work now. Yeah, exactly. So you take a look at this. You look at Target, and right around the time the controversy started, May seventeenth, from one sixty oh, yeah. all the way down to one thirty, thirty bucks wow. off their share price, and there was no dip. Yeah. Every so New York Mag wrote this article, and they said, when I heard about the Bud Light boycott, I said, it's not going to work. It never works, and then it did, and now people are scared. Like, uh oh, why? There's, there's no, no one here and no one online can give me a legitimate reason as to why you would intentionally hold a stock facing a massive controversy when you can, with the swipe of your phone, sell the stock, buy any other company not controversial, wait, and then buy it back later yeah. on if you really wanted to. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Nothing. It doesn't make sense at all. So I can only imagine there, there are people who are holding on to the stock uh, uh, for AB InBev who don't really pay attention. And have a diverse portfolio, and they're like, you know, stocks go up and down. I'm gonna, but I wouldn't be surprised if seeing it's a really great point you made that Target doesn't have the rebuy, people buying the dip because people are like, nope, I'm getting out of this. Exactly, I, I think people are waking up, and the fact that the stocks are is incredible. I wouldn't be surprised if come next week, AB InBev is in the 40s, and I then welcome it. Imagine yeah. being down 30 some odd percent on on on, on the stock that you bought. And still thinking that you can hold it's like it's like a gambler's fallacy almost. I think it, you're right though. Is most people when they put their stuff in like mutual funds and and all that stuff, they're not thinking about that, and and their investor is, right. is doing it. So why that, is my four hundred one k? Yeah, why, down? what's going on? And so you have to go look and see what your mutual funds are invested in. If they're invested in Anheuser Busch, you might want to go uh, tell your. But that would also be possibly a lawsuit against, you know, the financial institution that's holding the mutual fund because they're not completing their fiduciary duty to get out of a bad stock. <clears throat> I think there's there's serious lawsuit potential. Yeah. The, 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 there are safeguards in place for stockholders. And 
the institutions may be captured, Bud Light, AB, and Bev may be captured by woke psychopaths, but there is still a mechanism to defend those from someone. It could really, it could be really simple. It could be using wokeness to intentionally destroy a company for some reason. And I, I wonder this, who has short, has shorted Bud, Bud stock? Because when Bud, here, here's what I think. Mm-hmm. When I, when I see Bud Light say, we're going to sponsor more pride events and give more money. I'm like, okay, who at that company told a friend to buy, to right. short to yeah. buy put options mm-hmm. because they're like, Hey, we lost 30% because of this. And then someone goes 30, 30% of your sales. That's a lot of put options. So, yep. so this, this, this boycott's huge. So what, what do you think in a week you could lose 10% if you did it again, it could be a 10% drop. I'll put a hundred grand in puts yeah. and then you do it again. Boom. We yep. get a 10% return. I would be investigating that. But of course the DOJ is fairly woke. They probably won't, but I'm willing to bet someone somewhere Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bought put options on Bud. Because, you know, we were talking about this before. We were like, man, we read the news all day, every day. Why don't we invest in what we talk about? Because we yeah. knew this was happening before yeah. it happened. And I was like, I don't know. I think the stock's going to drop. And it was, it was fine. People were buying the dip. I could have bought a bunch of puts and been like, oh, yeah, I bought, you know, but I didn't. I don't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how many people watching probably did. How much money did they make? That's, yeah, that's Is, right. that's I have point. a very important question. Is the Paul Pelosi stock tracker back on Twitter? <laughs> because that is where all of our answers lie, my I th- friends. I think there is a woke index. Okay, yes. That, uh, so there's... Um, Someone go check that and put it in the super chats. There, there have been a lot of people have been pointing out that companies that embrace wokeness are not going to make money no. because they're embracing ideology over mm-hmm. meritocracy. Mm-hmm. So there have been people who have targeted these companies for shortage to short them because they're like if they outright publicly say they care more about ideology over actually being a company they're gonna lose a ton of money it's like GameStop, but not because it's not like they're not intentionally tanking the stock yeah. it's interesting yeah. mm-hmm. um I, I i was the same way i thought that this was gonna just blow over but i think you know, it is the fact that Bud Light is perishable. It will have a bigger impact because when the whole scandal with Alta happened, well, one that was targeting women who tend to be more forgiving on these types of things, but the stock tanked for like a week and then it skyrocketed. And I thought Bud Light was going to do the exact same thing when it came to, again, like the vanguards and stuff like that, pumping money into it. But when it didn't, you're absolutely right. I think you're a fool if you don't get out of it now. I absolutely love having Sarah here to talk about logistics. Everybody should go follow her because I don't know. I don't know anything about logistics. I am not giving anybody (laughs) advice or telling them what to do with their stock because, Mm -mm. you know, I don't know. I don't trade stocks individually either. So not at all. I'm not very good at it. (laughs) I do recommend you do find Paul Pelosi's portfolio. (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah. So we're, we're, what's going on? We got more, more tweets coming from, uh, Elon Musk, I'm getting a bunch of messages. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am too. What's going on? Elon said, commenting and deliberate sharing will be allowed. Sensitive content just won't be pushed to people unless they ask for it or a friend sends it to them. 
Interesting. That's that's interesting. But why don't they? I mean, if if that's the case, they I guess he's still, trying to keep everybody happy. But what they should what he should do is they should put they should push it uh-huh. like they normally do every other tweet, and then just put the content warning label that you have to click show that that covers your bases. Elon just tweeted a few minutes ago. I will be actively lobbying to criminalize making severe irreversible changes to children below the age of consent. Shame on those who advocate this. It is utterly utterly contemptible. Very weird goings on right now. Yeah. Well, he was very, when he talked about the the gendering, he's like, I personally will gender you whatever you want, just as a term of respect. But then when it comes to, to, to kids, like he's like, you know, you're, you're all going down. Yeah. We're sure it's Elon Musk. That's his hard line. We're sure it's Elon Musk, not Elon Musk press. (laughs) <laughs> very likely it's Elon Musk I get it because it's got a little symbol next to it if no we, that, that uh, whole thing about children he is dead serious yeah, yeah, yeah. we got yeah, we totally. got we to jump to super chats so uh, we'll start reading these uh, smash the like button subscribe to the channel share the show with your friends we're going to have a members only show so go to timcast.com click join us and then we will talk more and uh, take your questions from our take the questions from our members all right, I'm not your buddy guy, says, am I the a-hole for laughing at Biden falling? I mean, look at what he did to his kids, to your country. Hell, he sold your country for personal wealth. Oh, man. You're not the only one laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, yeah. man. It really is, because he's a bad guy. But I, I just, I can't bring myself to do it. I, I am not the kind of person who revels in something like that. You know, like, if it was backfiring, mm-hmm. if if he did something... And then the result of what he did caused him harm. I would be like, well, I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, you threw a, a baseball at the wall, it bounced back and hit you. It's 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 funny. It's like, you know, sorry it happened, but it's funny. Being an old man and falling over, I'm just not about that. Yeah, I, I feel- Like, we're all going to get old. I feel you know? really sorry for him and bad for him. And I mean, I'm also a woman, so I have more empathy and emotions and I shouldn't be voting. <laughs> so, so this is well. This okay, is this is an this is an example because of my emotions are like I feel so sorry for him. Like I wanted to give him a hug, and I hate this man. Yeah, I I think that there's a difference too because I think he went from being this bad guy his whole career for a politician, which all politicians are pretty much bad guys. But <laughs> I think there's a point now where he is the victim. He's mm-hmm. the victim of elder abuse in, in a lot of yes, ways. He absolutely. is, they're pushing Whoa. him to do this. I find him ambitious and not incapable. He's not incapable, but he's on his way to incapability where he can't get out of the bed. I, think, I mean, yeah, parts of his brain are still there. The parts that want to be doing this, I can tell he wants and, to do it. But at a point, people who love him need to say, you, you shouldn't be doing what do you, it. What do you think? 30 to 60? For what? To 35, I think, is the age for presidency. So 35 to 65. Yes, perfect. 65. So, I mean, the age yeah. of retirement's a good age, Just I think. test yeah. grip strength. That's what I want to know. Yeah, 30 to 65. Retirement age. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say 30 to 65. 35 to 65. Aaron S. says, Twitter doesn't surprise me. I was banned from Twitter for impersonating William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I'm surprised about that. That is awesome. Wow. Defiant Blackout says, Someone said there was a child for him to sniff in that direction. He got ahead of himself. <laughs> Aha. <laughs> One other person, uh, Nigel says, Twitter doing this doesn't surprise me. I was banned for a GIF. The left doesn't Patrick Bateman. What was that? Uh, Holden pointing out Twitter's oh, director of uh, yeah. trust and safety just resigned. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, happy month before MAGA month. It's American Greatness Month. Mm-hmm. In a short 30 days, friends, we will be celebrating MAGA month. The bestest month of all the best months. Everyone says, so 31 days of barbecues, family and beers, not Bud Light. We don't like Bud Light. Uh-huh. 
So uh, I'm really excited for MAGA Month, man. <laughs> but this is a, this, this is American Greatness Month. So we celebrate the American flag. We put the American flag everywhere. And then on MAGA Month, you got to change all your profile pictures to little American flag pictures. I like the American Greatness Month. I, I am so done with pride, even as somebody who's in the LGBT community, because it's just so taken over. It's taken over by the leftist um, that want to destroy the country. So we don't need a month. We have every other day, it seems. So <laughs> yeah, we don't that... need it. And we don't need, I mean, representation is everywhere. So what are we even celebrating? Or what I are think... we protesting? You know what we month? need? We you, need you tweeted a... that, right? The, the Navy? The Navy did the meme or something? Oh, probably. That's something I it's would the, do. The, it shows the fighter jets and the drones with rainbows coming out of them. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, when the military is like, our drone bombs are rainbows. Like, okay, we get it. I want to know. The military is gay. What are people, War is gay. What are people proud of? This mm -hmm. is all about being proud. Is it just proud of who you are? Yes, that, that was the original message. For me, me being myself is not enough to have pride. I need to do something good with this body. Yes. And I do feel like a lot of people would be deeply offended even if you were proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what right do I have to be proud of sitting here <laughs> just getting to it? You, you know what I think when I see the rainbow? Because it's the, it's God's covenant with the people. I think it's like they're putting it in their face. They're like, look it, we're going to do this and God's not going to flood the earth. It's like, it's almost like, here's our rainbow. No one's flooding it the is, earth now. You know, it is. It, it, in yeah. your face. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny that um, bring on the flood memes. Yep. It's like a subreddit. Like, yeah, uh, or, what is it called? Noah get the boat or yep. something like that. Yeah, Noah. And then it's like get the boat and he's got lit up eyes and it's zoomed in on get him. The yeah. boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Seamus, I think, said the most brutal thing ever. He said, if God doesn't smite the United States, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. Yeah, oh, I know. Well, I was Seamus like, wow. Bangers. Yeah. That's a quote. Mm. That's, wow. a, that's a dark quote. <laughs> I don't know if that's blasphemous. <laughs> All right, we'll grab some more super chats. What do we have over here? Munkin Training says he tripped on the floor. A couple people have pointed this yeah. out that it looks like there is a bump or something or right. a carpet or a, it they looks claimed... like some kind of sandbag. But why would there be a sandbag? There, there was yeah. no sandbag. Unless the sandbag seen... was propping him up initially. <laughs> is that a... I've seen some images. I was, uh, tweeted some images that show there's no. It's just flat. Okay, uh, so what is that black thing? I don't know. I don't know if, the, if you're even like looking at that. And it's, it's seems like it's closer than it is. But okay. It's really difficult to tell from the video. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Simmons says to have a stream of content for the coffee shop, perhaps an aggregating software and autoplayer is needed, like an RSS feed for video autoplay. Mm -hmm. You have a plan for that or does it need to be developed? It's actually not that difficult. No, we not. would just curate a playlist of the day's shows. Yeah. And then even uh, this is fantastic. I'm really I'm really excited. And I hope we, we kick this off because imagine we just have a schedule for the different shops. So we'll have our coffee shop and then we'll have the franchise agreement, which says you will like we will send you a list of shows to play on the TVs or we create our own feed, which we then load the playlist into. So all you have to do is turn the TV on and then at uh, what is what Crowder does 10 a.m. right 10 a.m. live. Yes. Every time someone like it's, it's, it's that simple Crowder's at 10 a.m. We, we go through a live stream schedule of everybody's shows. So just like TV. You will come in and you will see a certain show. And then for times when there's nothing nothing live, we can do a program where it's like we will show James O'Keefe's latest reports or whatever, OMG. And then what happens is it's very, very simple. John Smith walks into the coffee shop and says, yeah, I'll take a, uh, let's, let's do a mocha latte and I'll get a croissant. And then he's sitting there waiting for the latte. They hand him the croissant and he's like tearing off a piece and munching and he looks up at the TV and there is, you know, uh, Viva. Viva Frey, and he's and he's saying this is the original video that was posted by what's the guy's name? Anthony Bass, the baseball player. 
I don't know. I don't know. Here's the baseball player who apologized yes. and says he needs to be re-educated. And here's what he said. And the guy's sitting there going like, oh, I didn't know that. Then that dude goes to work and he sees his buddy at the water cooler and he's like, how's it going, Jim? And he's like, hey, John, how's it going? And he's like, what's up with you? No, nothing. Yeah, would you get a chance to check out the game? No, I didn't. But did you hear about that baseball player who's apparently apologizing for something? Mm-hmm. Those conversations will exist because throughout the day, people are seeing that content. Mm-hmm. So we're creating physical vectors by which people will consume all of our content and it will create massive cultural influence. Perfect. The best coffee shops. Everyone mm-hmm. agrees. Yes. I'm it's excited. a coffee shop. Yeah. Insert name here says, Tim, the world actually ended in 1998 when the Undertaker threw mankind three stories during Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Interesting. You know, I heard, I heard that. Yeah, that's a good one. Purple says, CBC running ads before Timcast, but I'm loyal to Cast Brew. Go Nuggets. We're going to do commercials. The only promotion we have for Cast Brew is this show, but we're going to sponsor other shows. We're going to do uh, ads. We have uh, commercial ideas. My commercial idea is just a guy, like, it's, it, you're going to love it, okay? It's a guy and he's sleeping, and then all of a sudden you see Roberto Jr. on his nightstand, like, like crow, and he wakes up and shakes, and he's like, ah, ah. and then he, like, cowering, he, like, gets up and he hurries with, like, bags under his eyes to the kitchen, and he's shaking, and then he, like, he's scooping coffee into the bag, and then he looks around, and then all of a sudden you hear the scream again from Roberto Jr., and he goes, I'm making it, I'm making it, and then he pours the coffee. And then it's going, and then Roberto Jr. is like staring at him, mm-hmm. and then he pours the coffee, and then he's looking, and he starts drinking it, and then all of a sudden Roberto Jr. gets real close, and he goes, ah, I'm drinking it, I'm drinking <laughs> And then it just says, buy Casper coffee. Like, there's, that's the only message. So just like a guy being terrorized by a rooster, I just think is really funny. That's a good one. I, I like would that. buy that coffee so hard. We have a bunch of funny ideas, too. Mm-hmm. We're just going to make really weird videos so that people are like, what did I just watch? And that's kind of the point. So yeah. you remember, like, I saw this weird commercial. It's coffee, I guess. That's what makes people remember. Yeah. It is. Actually, they show like the, the most memorable like Super Bowl ads are the ones that make people laugh. Like, that, that have nothing to do with the actual idea. It's like mm-hmm. at the end, it's like Nissan. Like, well, <laughs> what, what does that have to do with Nissan? <laughs> yeah. And then like after the guys all terrorize, just plays like really light elevator music or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. like castbrewcoffee.com, <laughs> like promo code. Ironically, Budweiser used to be the king mm-hmm. of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They had the, the frogs. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The many good ones. Yep. Tom Wolf says MAGA versus I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, that was mean. <laughs> Poor Biden. <laughs> but, you know, to be honest, we, we should tell people about that. But I do think you'll win more friends by not being mean about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to someone and say, look, did you see that video of the dude falling over? Like, and if they say, oh, but he just tripped, it's no big deal. I was like, okay, come on, man. He fell up the stairs several times. He's fallen several times. Like, let's be real about the man's health. He is not ready for this. Take anybody else. And I would say to people who are like, I hate Trump and hate Republicans. I'd be like, okay, vote Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got to be honest. Like, if we can't agree on politics, can we agree that Biden can't do this anymore? Mm-hmm. Vote for Kamala. You like Kamala? I don't I don't like her. You can like her. But please, not Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It's sad now. Yeah. It's just yeah, too I sad. Agree. Yeah. He's like a low-hanging fruit at this point. It's just not. Yeah. It's hard. Let's grab some more super chats. Lucy Liu says, look at the bottom of Biden's shoes. Special grip sole shoes. Yeah, it's true. That's but, is that true? I mean, it's like a lot a lot of like dread modern dress shoes have like a grip pattern underneath them now. So it's not really like he has no. special shoes on. Yeah. Maybe Meh. it's to prevent him from sliding down an airport ramp. Cause he can't have that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he's you know, walking gingerly down the airport ramp. I, that's wet. And <laughs> Another, I, thought, I think he might have <laughs> yeah. twisted his left foot. Like his left foot didn't 
yeah. turn because it has mm-hmm. such strong grip, and then he twisted and fell. That's forward. possible. Yeah, I was legit worried he was going to break bones. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, that's well. The other thing, a lot of uh, people who break hips, elderly people who break hips, they actually break the hip before yeah. they fall, mm-hmm. and that causes them to really? fall. Like their yeah. hip just cracks. Their hip just yeah. like breaks. It's osteoporosis, Whoa. you know, in an old yeah. age, and that's what happens. Yeah. So that's yeah. I was talking to somebody Can, who works. In that. Considering what happened when Joe Biden was grabbing his dog's tail after getting out of the shower, yeah, the hairline fractured right. his foot, hurt yeah. his leg. Right. Reading about it right now. Yeah, man. He's okay, right? There's been has as they've released a statement. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, not that I, think I believe they said it, he's totally fine. No, 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 <laughs> the dog. No, no, I mean, just after this fall, he got up. He seemed I'm like after it. he was up, he was good, you know. But that the lion says, <laughs> "You guys talking about states making their own money and asking why no one has? You should look into the goldbacks in Utah. It's legal tender. There yeah. are also regional local currency Ithaca hours. Ithaca yeah. hours aren't very uh, much in circulation these days." And I actually have uh, a bit of the Utah Goldback. I have a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. They're cool. They're gold foil yep. bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's actually, it's like one one thousandth of a, a troy ounce. They gave some away at Freedom Fest last year. So I have a couple of them. Oh, I, got, I, got, yeah. I, got, I got a stack. Yeah. They're like, more of that. They're worth a couple bucks. I think they're worth like three bucks. Yes, I've got like, like a couple yeah. hundred bucks worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ithaca Hours, I, was, I, I always loved that story. Ithaca, New York printed their own currency. And it revitalized the community because people were able to trade with each other, even Mm -hmm. if U.S. dollars weren't around. When I visited there a few years ago, I asked some local businesses and they were like, oh, yeah, like nobody uses them. And I was like, oh, that's that's sad. I guess because the guy who made it moved or something and nobody cared anymore. So there you go. Yeah, Coco Coco Medetta says Utah's local currency research Utah goldbacks. Mm -hmm. I've got some downstairs. They're cool looking. Yeah. Gold foil bills. Delamar says, Ella Irwin has resigned from Twitter as head of trust and safety. What has woman got censored on release on the platform? That's right. It was releasing today. So did it actually go live? No, they're going to do it tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? No, no, it's up. Oh, they put it. Yeah, Elon's tweet made it it sound like they were doing it tomorrow. No, uh, Jeremy Boring posted it. Okay. Uh, Did the Daily Wire posted it and it got uh, censored immediately. Okay, all right. Yep. And yeah, because Elon's yeah. tweets, though, they're not going to fix it till tomorrow, and it's only supposed to run for like 12 hours. Okay, though, right? right. I see. Yep. So hopefully they get their whole 12 hours. Yeah. Stuart Brown says Article 1, Section 10, Clause 1 of the Constitution says no state shall coin money or emit bills of credit. What? You want to Google it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Druid Arrow says federal government gets paid through appropriations. States pay this to the federal government. States collect tax to support itself and then pay appropriations tax. People only pay excises tax to the federal government. IRS is a sham. Yeah, and the Fed. <laughs> Purple says, sounds like Elon plays dumb. Very interesting. OMG Puppy says the new CEO won't start for a month or more. She's still wrapping up at NBC. Elon was in Shanghai, China today. I don't think he was in the room. Well, they might have been on a on a call, and Elon was not listening when they were like, "Okay, we're going to do this. Everybody, everything's clear. Elon's there, but he's not present." That mm-hmm. could have been possible. Yeah, because everything's done over like Teams and Zoom and everything, anyways. Yeah. So in the room is a vague term. Yeah. Cove twelve x twelve's a twelve by twelve says, "I want to see a deep fake of Trump's face on Keanu Reeves' body in the last scene of The Devil's Advocate. It would be the only honest creative piece we could see on the internet." Great episode, guys. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Nate Slocum says Bud Light is not free. $15 sale, then a $15 rebate is still a $15 sale. They're cheating the base sales numbers with giveaways. Exactly. Wow. They, they want to be able to say, our sales are back up. 
So when they say it's down 30%, it's probably down 40 or more. Mm -hmm. I can't, I've not, I, I have too many people saying nobody's buying. We've had too many people go to local bars and be like the bars, the bars saying they don't sell it anymore. Yeah. So what's likely happening is there are people who don't care who are like 15 bucks and you're going to give me 50 bucks back right now. Okay, I'll do it. Then they can be like, aha, we sold beer. And then there's restaurants and other people who don't care who just buy it, not paying attention and are wondering why it's not moving. Yeah, I was up in Michigan visiting family for my sister's wedding a couple weeks ago, and it was the same thing. Like, we would go into bars, and everything would be out, and then Bud Light was full. Like, it was like everybody was... All the other people can't keep up with the demand wow. because of Bud Light. Yeah. All right. Amenthi says, We got our shipment of lifeless gray Pride-branded Skittles at my work today. Some bags say, Black Trans Lives Matter. I'm so tired of this nonsense. So, Skittles is still doing their white Pride Skittles? The all white ones? Oh yeah, yeah. because only know. one rainbow matters. So they're making white pride Skittles. Yeah, they always make the all white. They are, they are pride Skittles yeah. and they're white. <laughs> so they are white pride Skittles. Outstanding. That's they, so weird. It's because they have to do something during pride month white because they're pride the taste Skittles. of rainbow every other month. They've been in this for a while. A lot of people pointed yeah. out that like you made white pride Skittles and it's kind of like a joke now and they're still doing it apparently. Well, okay. I thought they, I thought they got rid of that within the first like month, or the first yeah. ten minutes of them doing it. You know, I mean. It... <laughs> Tetris says, Tim, I live in L.A. County and work in restaurants. Bud sales have dropped so much that we're no longer offering it for drinking, only used in the food. Let's stop buying it altogether. <laughs> Why do you have it? <laughs> I guess you know what's going to happen. It's going to become. It's going to be. It's going to get labeled beer. They're going to get rid of the Bud Light branding. It's going to be called like stock beer. And it'll be sold at like discount outlets for a dollar a case to just move it before it expires. And it'll be sold to restaurants as an ingredient. They'll be like, well, if you're doing like beer battering or, you know, any kind of beer ingredient here, mm. just use this before. Jeez, then you'll have to boycott the restaurant. Yeah, because even just to rebrand, they would. that's a that's another rebranding cost. So you have to get name recognition now out of your new brand. So you're never going to get it to where Bud Light was. Ooh, this is big news. Will I Am says Yingling now available in the West. Some liquor stores, Wichita, Kansas, dropped Bud and now stocking Yingling, drinking one right now. It's good. Yingling's good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the America's oldest brewery. It's it's very big in like, I think, Pennsylvania area around here. Everywhere you go around here, that's like what everybody drinks. Yep. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I'm not a big beer guy. You know. Thomas TJG says Starbucks Nitro cold brew cans only hold 9.7 ounces, not a full 12 ounce. There's a tiny object in the can to make it feel and look like a full can, probably how they cover the cost. That's the nitro cartridge. Mm -hmm. And they probably, it's, it's Correct. yeah, so they want to do standard can, uh, standard size cans. And to get the nitro, they have to have the little cartridge. So when you open it, it sprays the nitro into it. Mm -hmm. That probably makes it a lot cheaper for them. But they're expensive. What are they, like four bucks a can or something? Something like that. Yeah, it's not easy to do. Yeah, no, that would be not. an example of when to take investment potentially for the coffee company. Because if you could raise $100 million and then sell the beer for a dollar cheaper and then just start the process, or not the beer, the coffee for a dollar cheaper. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that. If we if we received like an order for a million cans, we would order the million cans. Mm -hmm. So, But that's like getting to that point is hard. And right now we're an online store. So what we really need to do is we need our own coffee shop open. So that we can start stocking our own products. Mm -hmm. It's under construction. There's a lot of work that's got to get done. We need, um, I mean, if we have a bunch of franchises and they're all selling the same product, then we're going to start moving a ton. We want to do, we want to get the coffee in gas stations. We want to get it in local convenience stores. But we'll get there. We'll is, get there. Is there examples of the company spinning up um, 
what'd you call them where people open their own franchise franchises uh without a base location like you don't need a you could just open franchises all over without having a we have to we have to create the the protocols the parameters the strategies of the first location so we know what we what we want to be we want people to have a similar experience. We want people to be like, oh, let's go to a, let's let's go find a cast brew. Just like people say, where's a Starbucks? We want mm -hmm. people to pull up their app and, and look for a cast brew. And we want to exude cultural influence. That's the plan. Um, maybe what we need to do is we need to find somebody who's like a high level uh, regional director or manager at, at a big coffee chain who wants to launch a new project and then have them just like start up the process and spin it up and create the protocol. And then we could have some, like once they create the, the, the general plan, the art, we could just have people start spinning up Casper's all over the place. Yeah, people have been contacting me. They're ready. I mean, let's do it. I don't know. Let's just get them going. It'd be great. But they need parameters. Well, well we, 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 we want, like, we want TVs in these places. We want it to be that people are getting exposed to this kind of content. Cold so we, we need to build in the centralized hub the feed. So someone like, it's like, hey, open this URL on, on all the TVs or like on a computer and then plug in the HDMI and press play. And then we will have like every day we'll show you the list of shows we're going to be playing and things like that. So we can have a, like a, a uniformed experience for people. That way, you know, someone goes to Casper and they're like, oh, Casper sells this product. They know that they can go to any location and get the thing they like. We got to figure it out. Free internet. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, find the correction on coining money. It's they can issue receipts or uh, uh, shoot, receipts? coupons, coupons. They can issue coupons, but That's not money, is. not money coupons. Yes, that was my mistake. I mixed that yeah. up. How does that work? What's a coupon a state could issue? I'm not sure. This is like I'm having a lot of cognitive dissonance I right would, now because I learned that they could like I've never fact checked it because I, I just learned that they like, could. I'd imagine it'd be like you could like use a coupon to claim gold or silver. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I I don't. I'll have to dig into it. Yo, this is this is this is crazy. Sparky says a good example. When I bottle my homegrown hot sauce to give to friends and relatives, it's much cheaper for me to buy bottles of hot sauce and empty them than to buy empty bottles. What <laughs> this world, man? It's awesome. Yep, <laughs> but it's because they can erase the cost of the bottle mm -hmm. if they can sell enough. Like if man, if you're if you're selling. A hundred million bottles or something, your penny profit tur turns you a million bucks. You know what I it's mean? It's like the the variability of an empty bottle, the value of being able to put whatever you want into it is greater than the value of the product inside the bottle when yep. you can only sell one, send one thing. So that's a good question. How many home brewers are going to buy Bud Light at the rebate with the $15 rebate just to empty the beer out so that they can put their home brews instead of buying their actual Now, Oh, yeah. There's going to be a bottling sales company now. Yeah. At zero zero percent markup because they're giving the product away right now. Mm. That's actually a if you're if you're a homebrewer, it's like go get go get Bud Light and just pour it out and put your stuff in it. Sparky says when there are a lot of short positions on a stock, it props up the stock price because it creates a shortage of shares called a short squeeze. Interesting, but that's also a move intentionally done when someone's short, shorting a stock, right? Like if someone if you know a group is going to try and short a stock, you can buy it up massively. And then hopefully wait it out so they're forced to buy at a higher price. Yeah. Something like that. Just like a way Yeah, of did they do that with they did something like that with GameStop, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. There were a bunch of shorts on it, and then all of the meme buyers bought it up, driving the price up, and that just destroyed these vent these mm -hmm. these uh these firms. It, it ruined their put options. Yep. Yeah. All of a sudden they had to pay a ton of money out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Man. What do we got? Brian 
Infedge says in League of Legends, LCS team CLG was sponsored by Bud Light doing BTS videos and they blundered a video berating the players called it called Bud Light beheading. Huh. Huh. No, hmm. no. Digital Shade says, I bet Dylan shorted InBev. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did he short Nike too? It's interesting. You know what I think it is? The thing about Bud Light is that it's a fast, perishable product. Mm -hmm. The challenge with Nike is that people own things they're going to wear for years. Yeah. And so you're going to see them wearing yep. it. They might not buy something now, you know, but... That's what, and when all that's even happened, I was like, you know, I use, I use like Born Primitive and other stuff for workout gear. I don't even use like these big companies for almost anything anymore. <coughs> Alcohol, I buy local companies. My big thing is a bank. I don't know. I'd love to get into like a local bank, but I've been at, I don't want Wells Fargo. I don't know if it matters, but that's where well, I've been for And so then long. you have like companies like Alexico Athletica. They have leggings that you can put a gun in. So they have gun holsters in their leggings, which is pretty cool. So many new companies coming out the last yeah. four or five years. Yep. Pretty cool. And there, so why would you even support some of these big companies? I'd rather support the local guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. we got to figure it out. But we're gonna we're gonna take over with Cast Brew Coffee. We've got some really cool stuff in the works. K cups are coming, and uh, I've we, we've we've heavily invested a lot, and we're getting to the point where it's like, okay, we gotta start making that money back because just putting money into it. So it has to. It, it needs breathing room. I do think it's possible. If we if we found somebody who had experience with, you know, national level franchising and product sales and stuff like that, that we could, with the size of our audience, instantly have a very, very big product. And uh, but for the time being, where we're at is we order some, we sell it, we order a little bit more and we're trying to find that point of equilibrium. So with that being said, we're about to go to that members only show. Smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends and head over to TimCast.com. Click join us. To join the Discord server and talk with like-minded individuals and hang out in our members-only uncensored show, which will be on the front page in a few minutes. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. Sarah, do you want to shout anything out? Yeah, just follow me at YouTube. It's just uh, YouTube.com slash Sarah Higdon. Rumble's the same. Rumble.com slash Sarah Higdon. Sarah Higdon on, with an underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And... Um, yeah, and then go check out um, the Post Millennial, obviously, and check it. And I'm doing uh, Freedom Fest this this year, so um, that's coming up in July. So go get your tickets. It's gonna be in Memphis this year. Cool. All right, you can find me, Josie the Redhead Libertarian at T R H L Official on Twitter. Um, I I do a lot of different stuff, but that's really the place that I I hang out the most. Uh, and uh, you should tune into my spaces when I do those. There's some some big things coming up. Follow me at Ian Crossland at iancrossland.net, anywhere else, and special thoughts and prayers for Jamie Foxx. Love you, man. Mm. Keep well. Breathe easy. We got you. And you can see me arguing with groipers on Twitter and help me out because uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> so uh, I'll see you guys around. It's at surge.com. We will see you all over at timcast.com in a couple minutes. Thanks for hanging out.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.